That's like we're saying goodbye to Zendikar, man. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. God, you scared me for a minute. Scrubbing ain't that weird as shit, man. I mean, we're still we're still here. We're still scrubbing, baby. We're still yeah. We're still doing our thing. What's up, everybody out in the internet world? Hi. This is Chris Casby along with my co-hosts Christopher Burrows and Daniel Sale. Welcome back, motherfuckers. Cheers. It's good to be back. I'm, I'm glad. I'm there glad. I'm drinking, toasting with cans, mango vodka with like a spit of pineapple juice in it. I like how this, this is, is not awesome. A splash. You made the pineapple sound really terrible, but I mean, it's a tasty drink. I, I spit pineapple all the time. Okay, that's refreshment, baby. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a beach in Cancun. And the uh, ladies love it, too. Yeah, actually, it's more like Cozumel. It's not as nice as Cancun. Cozumel? <laughs> you don't want to go there. You'll die. I've been there. No. It was scary. Yeah, I believe it. Exactly. We went on a cruise. Yeah. We got off. And we're like, oh, man, this is nice. Like There's like a little strip like right by the, the boardwalk or whatever, or like right by the, the beach. So we like rent our scooters and we're just like exploring town and we go like two blocks off of the beach. Uh-huh. And I turned to my friend and I was like, we should not be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take a picture of that bullet hole. These are angry Mexicans <laughs> and they are not oh, making look, there's it. A, oh, look, there's another bullet hole over there. Subtle eyes at us. The, oh, uh, I heard there's a whole lot of bullet holes over on the next street. <laughs> I was at Cozumel with uh, a cruise as well, but uh, we were there for right after the hurricane, and we were like, uh, no one really wants to get off the ship. Have you seen that building? Like, all the glass is busted out. No thanks. It was not cool. We have an open bar here, or I could get off in your shitty town that just got all hurricanes. Right, yeah. So, Much rather be drinking on the ship. You know. Have you seen that shit? Like, our pool has chlorine, so, <laughs> you know. Like, I just I, feel a lot safer. Gosh, you know? the ocean is so pretty, but this pool is pretty excellent. Oh, man. Man. Is the magic... Your cr- ocean's so pretty, except there's hollowed-out babies filled with heroin floating in it. Oh. Yep. So That's the, where I keep them. <laughs> the, the Safest magi- place ever. <laughs> Ain't pitting that shit on me. <laughs> I was going to make this relevant. Like, there's the Magic Cruise going to Alaska this time. What? It's going to Alaska? That's yeah. really expensive. Alaska yeah. cruises are really expensive. No, they're about the same. No, sir. They're definitely much more expensive. They're far more expensive. I looked into it. Okay. I went on. I, I was on a cruise kick for about a year. I went on two in six months. Okay, well, Ooh. the price of this one was equivalent to the price of the last Magic Cruises. So What? Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. I mean, probably not anymore because it's leaving <laughs> like, very soon. But, you know. Is it? Yeah. But I mean, that, no, it's it, in February. That, that's going to happen. That's why, soon. Why don't they have any that's more soon. cruise qualifiers? It's like four months. That's pretty soon. Has anyone seen a cruise qualifier, like, in ever? Yeah, I don't think those exist. Yeah, they used to happen. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Remember Boat Brew? Man. Boat Brew. <laughs> I think it's all going to be Boat Brew from now on. I Wasn't know. that, like, Boros? That's, that's it. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Figure of Destiny, Bridge like, Reviews, et cetera. You see, you see, like, a really janky red-white deck, and that's, like, all of standard from now on. It's it w- just like every deck that you look at is going to look like some janky red white deck to you. Gosh. Like, Speaking of red white decks. Remember when we used to have a Squadron Hawk and a Jace? Oh, yeah. We Speaking, like, oh, hated that. Speaking of that red white decks. Do. Okay, what do you get? What do you get? Tell me all about it. We're saying goodbye to one. That's okay. Yeah. We're saying goodbye to a lot of things. Well, Valakit. Goodbye. We lose Goblin Guide and all his little decks that he was in. 
True. You mean the ones? Oh, no. Boros was a real deck for a long time. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. And that was it. He was in he was in Red Deck Wins and Boros. That's it. Right. He was in Goblin Guide decks. He was so good <laughs> yeah. that he was in Goblin Guide. They were just Guide. called Goblin yeah. Guide decks. Like when you were when you were brewing, we're like Casby. That can't beat a Goblin Guide. He's like nobody plays that. We're like Goblin Guide decks play it, Casby. That's <laughs> yeah. like you can't beat those. Exactly. You don't need to beat a Duh. Goblin Guide. Fuck Duh. Goblin Guide. So, but we lose Steplinks and play to Geopede, who like. Uh, I feel like those cards were too good to like be on the sidelines for like as long as they have been recently. Like they got outclassed. They got well, they were outclassed, but like there was a little resurgence of Boros for like a hot minute, like a few months ago. Right. And like Squadron Hawk happened, and then those well, guys Squadron became, Hawk was in it. Those guys became not good enough at some point, though. Well, like, like the last time Boros was like really good was like. It did really well on a fringe tournament some random weekend after the bannings. But, like, when it had Stoneforge Mystic, that was a good deck. Oh, yeah. You know what card needed to come back that never did was uh, was Searing Blaze. Searing Blaze is in red deck builds. Yeah, but not as much. I don't know. I, don't know. I like it. Yeah. It's a great card. All right. But Geopede was really good. Let's just Geopede. go around the table. Saddest card that you have to lose. I mean, is it too obvious? It's going to be Valiant. I, I played that deck for the entirety of this year, uh, and you were only good with it. Like it, like there were only certain weeks it was good. But right. you played it all oh, I played two it the years. Whole time, man. I mean, no. I played it when it was. I'm saying good. there was probably like thirty percent of the weeks you played it on. It was probably the right deck to play. Right. A lot of the times it was like you just got all angsty and were smoking a cigarette by round two, like. <laughs> Ali eh. like, Andrazi, blue black everywhere. Fuck it, I'm playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I top aided that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily it wasn't Ali Andrazi playing in that deck every time you've got paired against. Yeah, I know because then I'd forget that my sniperlings are one twos. <laughs> uh, go I'm gonna two. have to go with Precursor Golem. I don't know. I had a lot of what? success. What? That doesn't go anywhere. I That's in Scars. I had a lot of success. Oh, do I still get to play him? Still yeah. There. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I don't think I rotate. No. <laughs> no. It's okay. an artifact. Let's like... <laughs> are you shitting me? That's Okay, well, that's like a card I really like to play. Well, so well you can keep playing well, it. Good job. Uh, well, I'm going to think of a new one. You go, yeah, Casby. go ahead. Sorry. Chase the Mind Sculptor. Uh, doesn't he, count. He rotated early. Doesn't oh, count. He left early. Come on. Give me something um, well, it's not in Zendikar, but Jace Balaran. I really that guy's Yeah. I feel you on there. The guy did a lot of work. When when I couldn't play with Jason Mind Sculptor, I played with that guy and he was he was almost as good. You know, I gotta say, some one of the one of the cards that I'm really upset is going that isn't in M twelve or was in M or sorry, isn't in uh Zendikar, but is in M eleven was Condemn. I think Condemn. Um, Condemn was good. It was quite good. And that's been a staple for a really long time. <coughs> Where, like, uh, I think that one really got outclassed by Dismember. There's no reason for them to make that card. Yeah, I guess. Like, as long as Dismember's in the format, Condemn's just not going to see play. Yeah. So. But, um, we lose Lotus Cobra. That guy's really good. I like Lotus, Lotus Cobra. Lotus Cobra. Like, when oh, you just have decks that are just named after him. cards. Like, yeah. you know, it's like Rug and Kaw. They were just Jace decks. You know, like, you just have, like, not, you know, this resurgence of pod decks and, like, just brought back Cobra. Like, yeah. oh, those are just Cobra decks. Like, they're they're kind of like pod decks, but they're just, they're really just Cobra decks. Like, the, the, like that, that deck you... doesn't run very well without Cobra. It runs fine without pod, yeah. but it, it doesn't run very well without I still Cobra. don't think he's 
should have been a mythic. He still doesn't. No, he's really... he's not. He's not. He got Thank people. God they didn't make Snapcaster Mage a mythic. Oh God, yeah. Because that felt like they were gonna do it, and I was just like, oh. But I'm really yeah. glad that they just made it rare. No, I, I saw when they when they released it the the pro story. That was the first thing I checked. But uh, let me see. Does everyone remember uh, the first time Lotus Cobra made it, showed its face in Connolly Woods? Took that shit. The magical Christmas God. land deck. Yeah. Magical Christmas land. <laughs> What's your deck do? Uh, plays Violent Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Cause, because, because, because. Well, because people were like, oh, what's like. Sometimes the- I board into Cruel Ultimatum. <laughs> it's true. That's true. It should happen. Oh, it was my in the God. deck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so nuts for uh, for oh never mind. There was a pro tour where uh, LSV had the progenitus in the deck because it was like off of a Lotus Cobra. They could get the colors to make, like <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, yeah, it works sometimes. They can't beat it. And they're like, yeah, sometimes it works. Wow, yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> and sometimes you can't beat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you draw it and you're like, what? Where's my blazing shoal? Oh man, thirty percent of the time it works all the time. <laughs> I still haven't. Co- I like. I think raging ravine and celestial colonnade tar pit. Like I think that whole yeah. cycle. Oh my is god, actually, tar pit. I've fallen in love with tar pit. Me too. Because like I've been like playing. I've been so on like Tezzeret. Like I've been on Tezblade for like the last couple of months now. Yeah. And like, people are just like, "How are you not playing tech edges?" And I was like, "I can't. I don't have room yeah. for tech edges." Like, what do you mean? I have room We're for tech edges? I'm like, lands, I'm playing man. four ink moths and four creeping tar pits. Like, yeah, the they're gonna shit. run out of tech edges before I run out of man lands. There you go. Excellent, but uh, yeah, creepy tarpit. Like I, I was, I was all about some uh, some colonnade because you know I was on blue white forever, and it was just sure. like, there's no reason to play blue white. Like, well, why I mean, wouldn't you play blue white? It's like because it doesn't have access to tarpit. Right, tarpit's just so good. I mean, like they made treetop village a long time ago, and then they reprinted it, and I was like, wow, th- this land is freaking ridiculous. And they're like, oh well, you know, it'd be more ridiculous if we made a dual land, like. That was my one complaint about Treetop Village hey, ever. I'm do? like, ah, oh, it only <laughs> makes green. Like, yeah. how about we just make a cycle that's twice as ridiculous? Because all the were they all playable at some point? Like, even Lava uh, Claw reaches the, got play. The worst one was uh, yeah. Stirring Wildwood, and it still got that's some true. play. And it became decently relevant when Quad Squadron Hawks were everywhere. It's just yeah. mostly that there was just wasn't a good green white X deck. Mm, I mean, we played it in the Mythic. I played it in Sovereigns Alara Mythic. I played it's like it a two of, right, or one of or two of. Yeah. But I mean, so like, I mean, well, you can Knight of the Reliquary for it. Yeah. So, I mean, even yeah. when, you know, that card, they, they all got play. Okay. And that's that's what I think is the important thing is that you made some dual lands that, you know, none of them were stinkers. They all, right. and they were just elegant with Tectonic Edge being in the same set. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you can't, you know. But like, the, oh, there's yeah. no way to deal with man lands. It's like, no, well, here's this uncommon that just deals. Right. Yeah, exactly. I guess they're sick of people. Oh, by the way, $4 uncommon. Um. Details peeing, guys. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what I, I I didn't mean to get off on a tangent of like of Innistrad cards. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but yeah. uh, I mean, cards that we're going to miss from from uh, Zendikar, like like they're just decks that are just named after cards. Just like they're so like the cards from Zendikar that we're losing were like such keys to decks. It was like when we lost Bloodbraid Elf, like right. They're like. Like, the metagame is just, like, there's not a whole lot that's surviving the change. It leaves a total void. Right. Like, Tempered Steel, I think, is, like, the only deck that just goes into the next 
and into the next. And for tempered steel yeah. to be so strong, I uh, there's a lot of hosers now. Like well, it's the, like we don't even get like blue white control anymore. We're like we don't lose a whole lot of planeswalkers, but we lose like the good one. We lose Jace Balaren. Yeah. So like, what we're left with is a bunch of five casting cost. Right. And Lily planeswalkers. That's not blue white. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. Sorry. Like. I mean, like, blue-white has always been, like, an archetype. Blue-white control is always an archetype, whether right. or not it's good or bad. But, like, now it's just, like, I feel like it's almost, like, close to unplayable because we, like, all our planeswalkers cost five. Right. Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. There, there. I mean, well, there was a period of time where Jace Bellerin wasn't played, but it was... Well, that was in, when it was in Kaw. Yeah. Like, that weird temple fish version. Like, we lose Squadron Hog. I mean, there's... Some people are flirting with the ideas of playing with, like, that new hexproof... Mythic guy. Oh, him, yeah. Uh, the Zeitgeister of, <laughs> Zeitgeist. of fucking yeah. he, Taft he's or a, whatever. He's one white blue, 2-2, uh, two, two, hexproof. And when he attacks, he puts a 4-4 four, four angel into play attacking. It disappears at the end of your turn. So you End of combat. End of combat? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, regardless. I'm just going to make a deck with that guy and Sundial the Infinite. He's there a, we go. He's a gray ogre that just happens to attack for six. Right. Which is insane. I mean, he's pretty vulnerable in combat, but if you strap a sword to him... Like, yeah. that's what everyone's saying. It's like, yeah, he's vulnerable in combat, but if you strap a sword to him... Like, right. But that's a, that doesn't curve out well, then. Right, exactly. I was about to say <laughs> that. Is If it was four and then five, then sure, but... Right. I don't know. You can't... I mean, is there a Bant Blade? <laughs> we can play Land of Elves. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Land of Elves, we got... I've got stop. We're not doing this. We're gonna. Okay, okay, okay. What okay. do we miss? We're gonna talk about industrial cards at, after this. But yeah, no, that's what we're doing. Is um, right now we're basically just what we want to do is uh, a farewell to Zendikar. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think most of the things that we're gonna say farewell to that we're actually worried about. I mean, we we covered Valka. We covered Jace. Obviously. We lose Valka. We lose Jace. Well, Jace well ba- both Jaces. Yeah, yeah, both Jaces. Um, sure, sure, Squadron sure. Hawk is a big thing that we're losing. It, that matters. It does. Um, you know, um, like Cobblade is the reason that Cobblade was so good was because it just had the sword, which is kind of innocuous on its own because equipment in and of itself is just only as good as your creatures are. Right, and like. Squadron Hawk made it so, like, it didn't matter. Like, your creatures didn't matter. Like, you had Squadron Hawk, and, like, he's pretty awful in and of itself. But, like, the fact that he just keeps on shitting himself out. Right. Like, it made it much, much better. He, he was really aggressive, and I control decks could still, you know, take advantage of that. Right. Because we also had chief counterspells. But uh, there's not a lot that is that aggressive that also refills your hand. That being said, we've kind of, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but like I said, like uh, what I'm trying to say is most of the things that we're losing are most of the aggressive cards. Right. We, we I think standard's going to slow down a whole lot. I mean, well, I don't know about that. We're going to talk about a lot of the cards that, that have been spoiled in, in, uh, in Innistrad here in a little bit, but, Basically, we we are looking at a format that is going to drastically change. Yeah, and a lot of the powerful cards from the new set are slower and dirtier. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Like uh, we don't. We have just one we just have to read haste creatures. We've. I, I just starters. feel like Zendikar has been such an impact from like Jump Street. Like you know, Scars really wasn't. Right. Like Scars didn't really impact the metagame the way that Zendikar did right from Jump Street. You right. Know? Like 
I feel like, you know, there's some fringe cards that see play here and there from Scars in, in your current standard, you know, except for like Temper Seal and shit like that. Right. But it's just like, for the most part, like, we didn't get a whole lot except for the swords. Right. You know, and like, no, 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 that sounds ridiculous to say, oh, we just got swords, like, because it made Cobbler possible for forever. But like, you know, the number of cards that I actually see play from Scars, I, I really isn't that many. Um, sure. Based on like what we're dealing with. But like, you know, you take away like, what we had in M11 and you take away what we had in like Zendikar block and you're just left with like these weird, like it's really everything that we play now is going to be like this weird flavor. Right. Like everything's going to be about flavor. Like tempered steel really is just like a block deck. Yeah. It's just a flavorful synergistic deck. Like we still have pure steel paladin, which is, I I, I think it's a great deck. Oh it's yeah. Very, very good. Absolutely. Um, But like, you know, like a lot of like just the fringe decks, they're just gonna have more house now because they're just so synergistic. Like yeah. there's gonna be like a real infect deck. You know, there just has to be. Like you just like we're in such a synergy. We're in, in a, a, a form. We're going moving into a format where everything's gonna be so synergistic. You know, just within scars within itself and and Innistrad within itself. Right. Like everything in your deck just has to be good synergy. And I wanna I wanna point out that uh, the just really quickly a thought that I just had is that. Uh, a lot of the parallels can be drawn to what the limited format looked like in the actual block itself and what standard actually turns out to be. In Zendikar, a lot of our decks were... You know, actually, like the key to that, that format was picking two-drop evasion creatures and just really fast, fast-killing shit. Right. And then we lose Zendikar, we move out of there, and you know we're also losing Eldrazi, which is, by the way, insane. Well, all the Eldrazis, which is insane. But uh, Poor Emrakul. I know. We're only going to see him everywhere in modern, but um, uh, when we not true, yeah. we'll talk about that later. That's true. We also, <laughs> yeah. you're right. I forgot all about it, but we still have into the breach. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> um, we have uh, we have scars come that is going to be one of the focal points of at least the early weeks, since not, a lot of people don't know what, what to make heads or tails of Instrad. Right. And I, to me, that entire set. I mean, I, I drafted that set a lot. Right. And that entire set was based around card advantage. Right. There was not very much aggression that you could run with. Well, it's weird. Like, you just... The the aggressive decks were so bad because the card advantage that you got from the slower mid-range decks were just far outclassed it. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, you had just weird builds where you could be like, you know, like the the sacrificial red-black deck. You're just like, oh, Drosshopper and... Daredevil, right, and right, you know, right. I'll play with these stupid little wellsprings, and you know, I'll make Kadatha Rebirth and swing and rally the force. You know, like just bad decks, sure, like that just played on bad cards. And they, they, like, when you went all in on the on that, they were good, yeah. You know, it's just like the awful Metalcraft deck, the mono white Metalcraft deck where well, you just play with art recruits and like master calls. But like I, but like you were saying earlier, even though I, I've said that a lot of it was based on card advantage. Uh, a whole other part of it was based on the actual synergy of just bad the cards keyword. working together, right? The yeah. keyword itself. But um, you know, we'll, we'll it, it's going to be an interesting states tournament for sure. Oh gosh, um, I am not excited to be honest. So it, it's going to be it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird to say the least. But um, play your wrath of gods for states. Uh, that's that's my advice. Is it looks Day. like we're shaping up into... Be the judgiest of days. Spe- oh. Speaking of Wrath of X, I, I know, but we lose Pyroclasm, guys. 
Uh, we lost Pyroclasm when Slagstorm came out, sir. <laughs> I was playing both, but uh, I'm saying... Which one's better? Uh, Slagstorm. But there you go. <laughs> you, you still... I mean, it's just for the fact Pyroclasm that... Pyroclasm was better against like Red Deck Winds and Vampires and Slagstorms, which you had to have because Tempered Steel. Right. There are some effects that you just expect to be in Magic. Like, if you if you quit Magic for a couple years you come back you just expect them to be there it's like oh well i can still play pacifism and sarah angel and land of world right. those guys aren't going anywhere i mean but like you, <laughs> i mean but like you expect those things to exist <laughs> i guess and i so, guess if you just go in from a vacuum you know, it's like oh i've never i haven't played in the last three years give me some yeah. pacifism and sarah angels <laughs> I'm just, can you imagine some kid coming into a shop and be like do you guys have any pacifism and sarah angels like uh, i don't know check the trash yeah, like, like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> some kids drafted earlier they're might be something to the people fucking like garbage. those cards yeah people i like those cards and I, you know what dude, i if i rip any of those cards in a fucking draft i'm stoked oh yeah definitely but like you're telling me you've never constructed with a pacifism uh really uh that would in be your a lie. entire life i would never be a, i would lie if i said i have not see there was the uh, there was the awful uh throne of <laughs> totally. the uh empty throne sigil of the empty throne sigil. stack yeah, yeah, yeah that played with pacifisms and journeys and o-rings and uh, I and, played it for one see, tournament. I think there you go. You left them. You left them all in the trash. It wasn't even like a real tournament. I played it like an F and M or something. And then you, you had to go like, into the, you had to go awful. into the store and you had to ask if they had any pacifisms no, for you to play. No, and, I just and, drafted the night before and, and just you're got everything me, I needed. And, <laughs> and, and hang on, Sigla of the Empty Throne doesn't that just make a bunch of Sarah Angels? So they don't have vigilance. Come on, come on. Make Sarah Angel tokens, sir. Yeah. So speaking does Lumin- Luminarchus. Speaking of, like, Amiria Angel rotates. Oh, that's that, what else we lose. We lose the fucking Ascensions. Holy crap. Yeah, I but, didn't even realize that. Like, the red one was the only one that ever really... Oh, Luminarch Ascension. Luminarch Ascension just blew out some decks. Oh, uh, yeah. Every like, you just played that against, like, Blue-Eye Control or, like, yeah, before if, Kaw. If your name you played is... against Blue-Eye Control, you played against Blue-Black Control, and you're just like, I mean... You can just watch. If I your guess. name is Kyle Sanchez, you're probably really sad that Luminarx is Sanchez yeah. isn't there anymore. But well, no, like, if your name lot. is Kyle Sanchez, you're mad that Hedron Crab <laughs> is like no, poor no, poor Crab, the Crab Crab. Oh, you got to find a uh, new deck, Kyle. Actually, <laughs> he's actually, just gonna play modern. Uh, he's just uh, giving up true. on standard, just it's all done. in on modern. Can he range your Vios Crabs there too? Absolutely, it's gonna work. For him. Absolutely, I hope so. Absolutely. Uh, also. If your name is Shaheen Sarani, you're going to be upset. Blood like, yes, that goes guy. Away. Oh no, Blood Gas too. But yeah, I was just, I was, I was saying, Shaheen Sarani loves himself a, a, a Luminarch Ascension. Hey, it was, Luminarch Ascension. He was playing that in decks awesome. when it wasn't even good. I mean, it so. was always good. Uh, Squadron Hawks made it not so good. Uh, fair. Just saying. Fair. Are we are we sad that Liliana Vess is going to be? Gone. Uh, I think Not some people bit. are. I think the French. I are. like that card. Oh yes, the French. Very upset. They were the the Guillaumes were the ones who were all about the Liliana and yeah, because I mean well, their little French anymore. disease spread to everyone else before they fucking got booted. Yeah, because like you randomize your deck and then you like you cut it and then you just draw the card anyway. Because how sad are you really going to be? Because when you play Liliana Vez's, your <laughs> opponents drop Jaces and Fajil you. I don't. I don't think I told this story on the podcast, but uh, well, you played Jace. Oh, we tapped out. Cool. Here's my Liliana. I'll tutor. I mean, if I if <laughs> I could. Holy shit! I just did that, and people are watching. <laughs> I yeah. would. I would love to tell this story on the cast. Like, uh, you've told it before. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. You told her what happened. Yeah, it definitely happened. And we okay. we were like, holy shit, you should be stoked that we weren't watching. I didn't yeah. know I let the kids at home know, but all right. Cool. I would have I would have shouted. Oh, I mean, you it was exciting. No, it was exciting. <laughs> it was exciting to yeah. to vampire tutor yourself and then have your opponent on top and chase you. <laughs> Oh, not, not that story. That, that was... <laughs> that's that's oh, what you told about. us. Oh. Yeah, that's the one you're talking about. That's the one you talked about in the cast where you're like, oh, they tapped out to play a Jace Blair... Or Chase, Jason Mindsculptor. Yeah. Here's my chance to resolve my Liliana. Well, okay, well, let me I redeem myself. Let me and then redeem he's like, myself. Uh, Go ahead. like, oh, cool. All right, so that happened. But, <laughs> but I have a more recent story that redeemed me. Fair, it's another sure, Liliana-based sure. story. Okay, good. Because uh, apparently she just leads to blowouts at all points in time. <laughs> um, somebody's going to blow themselves out. Uh, um, yeah. That's exactly what happened. My opponent, um, we're playing the blue-black mirror, and <laughs> he tutors, and I had brought in my memoricides for the blue-black mirror, and so he tutors, and I memoricide him, get the Karn out of his, like, it requires a little bit more setup, but, like, I blind-named the Karn out of his hand. because right, that's what he got. Because, like, just the way he had been playing... No, he didn't draw it yet. Liliana nah. puts it on top of your deck. Oh, but, like, you. I blind-named Karn with the Memoricide, hit it out of his hand just because of the way he had been playing. And then he had to shuffle. And so then he obviously. had to shuffle, so I got to see that he put a Volition Reigns on top of his deck. And... For your yeah, Karn? And then the, yeah, so, like, <laughs> right. the, the next turn, I, like, he tutors again, and then I play a Worm Coil Engine... And then I negate his volition <laughs> reigns, yeah. and he was real sad. Also, uh, I played negate in my blue black deck, so uh, <laughs> that's why I didn't win. Don't <laughs> he pissed that guy off? I'll tell you that. I mean, I six would in that tournament, and then I <laughs> lost three in a row. But like, the gate was real good. There the gate go. was. Oh, people should play negate. Chris Burrows wanted drafted it because of negate. I did. It was, it was friggin' insane. awesome. Uh, in, yeah, I, I, I play that main in my draft decks all the play time. More, play more negates. Hey, guess what's not rotating? Negate. negate. You know Woo. what is rotating, though? The good negate, Spell Pierce. Yeah, how about that? Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, guess what? I'm oh, not sad wait. about that. Dispel okay, and Spell Pierce. Those can both, those uh, can both rotate. Spell Pierce is so... I feel I, like Spell Pierce enabled a lot of decks. I feel like hey, we get Cobblade keep, was so much better with Spell Pierce. We get to keep Pencil this deck, man. So uh, unless you're playing Legacy, but that's another story. <laughs> you played it, Sandy. You can play it in standard, yeah. You can play it in standard. Come on. Awesome. <laughs> Come on, guys. Aren't you just like, excited about your metal steps? <laughs> I mean, that card's really good. Yeah. It's not spell pierce. Yeah, right. I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, the only reason you would play a misstep is to be the spell pierce. Like, or or like, a goblin. It's just like the definition of like, in, inbreeding. We, we just lose like, a lot printing. of fun cards. Yeah. Like, we, we really do just lose a lot of fun, fun cards. cards. Like, the what is, what is the blood crank combo? Blood yeah, crank with losing, blood cheap losing that one. We lose that. Aww. We lose archive trap and hedron crab and yeah, all of these oh, fringe fun cards. Those, those Emrakul, fun cards. I mean, we lose yeah. all the Eldrazi. Totally like fun. that's just heartbreaking. I know. And we just look, on the heels well, of like Connolly brewing this like mono blue Eldrazi oh, did deck. You see that? It was so cool. God, so we cool. also lose like the the rise of the Eldrazi cards that never got to break out. I think that Kargan Dragonlord and Lighthouse Chronologist were two cards that. Had really good stats, really good like Cargan tournament Lord, playable Tra things. Cargan Dragon Lord's seen a lot of play in recent weeks because of the the red decks that have been doing well in like the open series. Um, you know, it's basically just like a slower, less aggressive, burn heavy build, yeah. but it just plays with Chandra's Phoenix and Dragon Lord, and right. you know, it still plays a Goblin guy because it, it's, it's red. It's actually but... got a, a, a weird amount of inevitability for a 
for a mono red deck. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, you play with the late game stuff. Like Chandra's just so good. Chandra's Phoenix is so good. Oh god! Uh, you get uh, the Dragon Lords, which are very good. And then you get the shrines. Yeah. You know what I just right. realized? Everflowing Chalice rotates. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Don't fucking remind me. I'm know, all in on Tezzeret lately. Is there, oh, is there a I new... Was, like, I was like, what do I do? I was like, I guess I play Ledmere now. Like, I mean, like, you can't play... I don't feel good about it. You don't can't worry. play Sphere of the Suns, right? It's just not oh, good enough. I, I do play Sphere of the Suns. Yeah, you already plays it. But, like, it's not good. Oh, it's good enough. Sphere of the Suns? Oh. It's Anything enough. that lets you turn three of Tezzeret... Or turn three a solemn simulacrum into a turn four warm Ooh, coil. That's tasty. Does the new set have some kind of mindstone nope. variant? No, nope. nope. at all. Nope. 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 We wish. I wish mindstone was just back so right it, now. So it's just it's mindstone. all good. Oh god, I so love, good. I love so it's mindstone. all silver mirrors from here on out. Yeah, I can't believe that Wizards decided that mindstone was too good because it accelerated you in the early game and it replaced itself in the late game. Yeah, sorry. Sounds like a completely playable card. Do you want to take those away from us? Then stop printing all the shit you've been. Like Mindstone's like one of those cards that they should just put in every core set. Thank you. I don't think that's true at all. Hey, you hush your face. Yeah. No, I mean, I really don't. Hush like, that your doesn't... face. Maybe I just like good cards, okay? I mean, the card is incredibly powerful. I really don't... It's very fair. Yeah, it's really I fair. don't think it's fair at all. I don't think all. it's overpowered at all. Uh, I, I didn't say it was overpowered. I just so don't... then it's fair. I, no, I don't think it's... <laughs> Over what? Where, where, where are you <laughs> those, going with this? Those two terms are not exclusive to each other. Absolutely. Sir. If it's not overpowered, then and it's not unplayable, then it's fair. Uh, but for right? but the way that formats shake out, like formats with Mindstone and formats without Mindstone are very different formats, and sometimes not right. for the better. One's legacy and one's standard. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, mean, uh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> they <laughs> give them shit. <laughs> shit but, uh, give up. No, no, no. Uh, what I'm saying is, it's not that it's not that they wanted to change the format. They literally, when they stopped printing Mindstone, they put out a, a release. I don't know if it was Rosewater or who, but someone said something in an article that said, "This is why we're not doing Mindstone for a while." Uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't say that they wouldn't print it. Again, I'm okay but. with them not doing Mindstone if they give us back medallions. Mm. Medallions were also very fair. Like jet medallions? Medallions were kind of broken. Reduced the, they reduced the <laughs> Medallions were stupid signets? good. How about signets? It says reduce the cost of black cards by one colorless. Yeah. Like oh, jet oh, medallion. Yeah. I'm sorry. I those were it, pretty busted. I thought it was the signet that tapped for a color if you pinged yourself. It's no, like the, those are those are talismans. Talismans. Sorry. Medallions, talismans. Talismans yeah. were fair, but talismans seemed fair. also not very interesting. So, mm. like... Whatever, and and you know what? They got played in modern. Oh yeah, definitely. Like just just recently, not that that's like super. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Not that that's even a thing. Well, I mean, like just for like people to pick that as their accelerant or whatever. It's you know, those cards haven't been relevant in a really long time. So you know, right? That's cool, I guess. So what else are we sad to see? We're we're gonna talk about Innistrad here in a little bit and kind of how, what we think. It's going to shake up the extent, you know, the the standard format. But uh, I mean, I'm not really sad to. S- I, I guess I'm sad to see. You know, Liliana what card I think go, was really good, really. like that I didn't. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, like, I really think that Liliana leaving the format is. I I honestly think that they could have let the five mana version and the three mana version exist in the same 
in the, in, in the same that, standard But how format. awkward is that to play the good Liliana to like, kill the bad Liliana? I'm saying they didn't, know. Well, <laughs> they didn't have a good spot to release it. Like, they they, they wanted to put Soren in this one because apparently he's going to be in the new set or, like, he's in it somehow. We right, don't know right. exactly I mean, how yet. And so, why. like, I get it. There wasn't, like, a good spot to put it. But I gotta say, it wouldn't have been broken at all. Is that actually telling to how powerful the new Liliana is that you don't need to play? No, it's just telling of their new design philosophy. Their new design philosophy is let's be super flavorful. So, well, it's so weird. Like they're like they're really going like in this weird direction with their planeswalkers in general, which I really like. Which I feel like balances them more in the sense that like all the planeswalkers are so linear, Mm -hmm. like. You don't have a broken Jace the Mind Sculptor anymore because Jace the Mind Sculptor was just too good. Insane. Like, Jace the Mind Sculptor was so good that for a while, Jund was splashing it. Right. That's how good Jace the Mind Sculptor is. Yeah. Like, like you know, now we have cards like where the best card drawing engine you have is Tezzeret. Like, it's so focused and so linear. Like, you know, it's right. like you have to, like, build around your Planeswalkers now. And, like, I feel like that's a really good that's way to, it... like, offset the power of Planeswalkers. Absolutely. And just make them so linear. Like... They're all like Nissa Ravains now. Oh god, yeah. And like, I mean, but better than Nissa Ravain. Well, no, no, no. Like, but you know what I mean. But like, yes, yeah, like Nissa Ravain. When you're playing elves, that Nissa Ravain is just stone nuts. Sometimes. Like some people just can't beat that card. <laughs> it took them a little while to figure out where how how they're su- how they're supposed to make planeswalkers right. because they're like, okay, well, let's push the envelope a little bit, and they made Elspeth, and Elspeth was like, holy shit, like pluses on all your planeswalker stuff is crazy good, right. and we're probably not going to do that again. And then they're like, all right, well, let's try something with four abilities. Whoops. And it was blue and the best card, like, ever. All right, well, let's not do that either. It's like, blue's uh, underpowered. Well, right. Let's give him this broken card. That'll balance it out, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, they're like, we, we were really mean to blue. Let's make the best card ever. That's, blue uh... was dead for a whole year. Like, I, yeah. I, I really have no problem, like, saying, like, hands down. Like, like Just... aside from, like, power nine, <laughs> Jace the Mind Sculptor's, like, power. Like, Jace the Mind Sculptor will make power ten. Like that guy is that good. All right. Well, I don't want to get into. I don't want to start this discussion. We're gonna. I mean, we're just trolling at this point. But like, the card was obviously way too good. Yeah. And so I feel like, yeah, if they start making planeswalkers that are more like Nissa, that are just, hey, here's a cool thing for you to do with your deck, and if it happens to be tournament playable, that's really cool. I tried in modern for a long. I'm still working on it. I'm gonna spill the tech. It's uh, Nissa Ravain with Obsidian Battleaxe. And like Bloodbraid Elf, to sure. you know, you just like go get this Elvish Warrior out of your deck, and it's a four four haster. It's actually and, a five four. Yeah, it's like plus three plus one, isn't it? Uh, maybe it's two plus one. It's plus really? Two, yeah, so it's plus two okay, plus okay, one. Sorry, but four, like four. it equips for free and gives it haste, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. Um, so I mean, some decks just crumble under that. Like I'm just gonna keep having this haste dude come out lots of, and lots just, of like, four four just come out of my deck. Where's and sometimes I'll do a three-two haste in there. Uh, I tried giant baitings. They, they weren't. The it's giant it's more like a red green deck. It's got Bogart Ram gangs and stuff. It's 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 more like an Obsidian Battleaxe deck that happens to have, like play Nissa. Right. It's it's, it's cool. You can't call something an Obsidian Battleaxe deck. Those are giant. Obsidian Battleaxe is not strong enough on its own to make an Obsidian Battleaxe. I didn't say it was like tournament playable. It's really really fun. Uh, it's a really fun deck. to I play. just want to let you know those are giant warrior tokens. <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I have, like I have Imperius Perfect. Like, what do I? Mm. I I tried it. I didn't like it. And I'd like, it's a fun deck. I, like, maybe I could tweak it to be super tournament playable. But it's we'll, more we'll fun talk about, than we'll anything. We'll talk about modern in a little bit. Yeah, sorry. But um, that's gonna shake sorry. basically, I, there's there's a lot of cards that I feel like Zendikar just was so powerful. Like that cards that were really good just didn't see play. 
Mm-hmm. Like rampaging Baylaw. Oh, I... the card's stupid. Gosh, like you look at that. Like if there was that card in like Innistrad, it'd be like the best card. Wait, I can use a verdant catacombs with this rampaging Baylaw. Yeah, yeah, sir. You can play oh, a six-six my... trampler for six, and then double landfall and get two four fours. Two, four, fours. Or you could play uh, an Admonition Angel, which is a 6-6 six, six flyer for 6, and just O-ring a bunch of your shit. It's really like, sorry how many uh, of these cards that we're talking about that I saw play in States last year. Like, cause well, those people were, were playing really with them strong, and trying, like, good cards. Good right. Like, and, I mean, I hate to say it, but it sucks that the entire format was completely so blown out by Squadron Hawks. Are stuff. you Are you sad that the Amulet of Vigor combo deck... Is gone. Oh, I'm, I'm sad that I never gave it the time of day to like. Do Where, it. If you guys aren't familiar, you you have a living tsunami and a. Or I'm sorry. Uh, is that what it's called? Living. Uh, a living tsunami. Tide is... force elemental. You have a tide force elemental and a ruin ghost and an amulet of vigor, and then another amulet of vigor, <laughs> and then you're infinite on landfall triggers. Ooh, wait, no. What? Wait, yep. wait. Ruin ghost taps to do it, doesn't it? Infinite on uh, landfall triggers. Basically, sir. what happens pay, is, is it pay white? <laughs> all right, is it what, pay white? here's what happens when you have two amulet of vigors. Okay, yeah. When you when a land comes into play, okay, mm-hmm. it sets off both triggers. Right. So it comes to play. So untaps, you tap, tap. You tap it. Untap it. Tap. Right. Okay. Right. Now you use that mana with tide force elemental, which says when you landfall, untap a creature. Mm, gotcha. And ruin ghost. It's like a land. Yeah. Nice. And then you're infinite on landfall triggers. Yeah, I and and it's guess there. what? There wasn't any way to kill anybody with landfall triggers. That's not true. So... You could play with that red guy. I mean, which one? There was, uh, he guy? was three and a red. Did Every miss... time you landfall, it does a point of damage yeah. to target player. There's that, yes. Yeah. You missed out. Missed. You missed out. I stopped working on the deck. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I messed around with Tide Force Elemental Constructed. That guy was actually okay. really good. He I had a, pretty good. No, no, no. Before we had Tumble Magnet, like, that was what I wanted hand. to play with. Yeah. I read this on a forum somewhere, and I didn't understand how it worked. So I literally just put all the cards in my bag, and I was like, I'll figure it out on break. And so I just, like, took all the cards and put them on the table. I was like, okay. So I do this, and I'm, like, tapping cards on the table. And there's a bunch of people who have no idea what magic is. Like, right. going, like And they're like... What are you doing? Right. Like I'm just like literally Summoning Satan, leave me alone. I'm literally just like <laughs> turning cards sideways, thinking to myself, looking at stuff, turning them sideways again, pointing at stuff, writing things down, and they're like, "We don't know what you're doing, but it looks like you're worshiping Satan." So, <laughs> yeah, Trinket Mage, Trinket Mage would have been nice in that deck. Oh yeah, he was <laughs> totally always nice. yeah. He's the enabler. He was always a player. So um, basically, we're just we're sad to see Zendikar. I card. had to dig deep. I, like at this point, I'm yeah. sorry. Deep digging. I mean, we um, lost Jace prematurely. We lost Stoneforge. We lost Goblin Guide. Yeah, Everything we, we else lost, is like there, was, meh. there like, were other good cards, but like Zendikar, Zendikar, in Zendikar general. and Worldwick were so powerful, like really good cards that just didn't see play because they were just totally outshined by the really good ones, like. I played around with Seer Sundial. Seer Sundial was really good. Cards are good. Like, is that rotating? Yeah. No. Already? It was in World Wake. Oh, man. It's You're got landfall on it. Man. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, that card was like, fun, too. There was just really good cards that were losing. Like, a lot of utility cards, like you said, Everflowing Chalice. Um, just, you know, our removal. Like, fetch lands, but, you know. Well, like, I guess we didn't really cover those, but they're kind of boring. I mean, uh, they are <laughs> kind of boring, but they, they're replacing them, sort of, so. I mean, well, it's, it's not it's not like even a bad thing because they're replacing them with cards that 
don't have. I don't know. Like, I feel like they took away our pre-order and they gave us Ponder, and Ponder's so good when you have fetch lands. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Fair enough. But, look, the, I mean, like, they, they didn't have a, a set mechanic that would tie to them. Our new lands are way less, like, frustrating. Because there were a lot of games of Magic cards where you just spend a lot of time shuffling your deck, and those aren't really exciting games of Magic. Okay, I hate so. to say this, and I hate, I, I want to, I, I think we've spent enough time on Zendikar, I want to change gears. Uh, I do not feel like these are less frustrating. I feel like these mana bases are going to be suck. I mean, frustrating to play. Like, if you're, like, a brewer and you like building decks and you like having super consistency or whatever, like, sure, maybe. But, honestly, like, if you give me a a land that taps for black and a land that taps for white, that's very different than a Marsh Flats. A Marsh Flats? Hang on, hang on. A Marsh Flats? I I can only go to get a specific color, whereas now... I can actually build a black-white yep. deck. A black-white deck before wasn't really viable. There was no actual dual It was either a black land. deck, splash-white, or a white deck, splash-white. Right, white. and exactly. so now I actually like have mana that can like work for okay. me. Okay, well, my three, good. my three color decks in this new format are going to have 12 dual lands. And how many hands am I going to pull where I'm going to have the, uh, the Scars of Meriden lands, the M10 duels, and... The Innistrad, the new, the enemy M10 duels. If you have like, twelve dual lands, you're land playing wrong. Comes into play. <laughs> yeah, well, every land comes into play tapped except for the scars ones. Like it's just annoying. I don't know. Sorry, but it sounds it, it okay, sounds well, even more annoying than shuffling my deck. Don't be a greedy three color asshole. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I love being the three color asshole. He like, played two color for long enough. Yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah, go into yeah. control deck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Time can, to change it Can up. we say goodbye to Zendikar now? Is Zendikar gone? Goodbye, goodbye Zendikar. Goodbye, Zendikar. Peace. We're gonna miss World Wake the most. Although Eldrazi's, you had a you had a spot in my book. So Innistrad, I I don't know what any of these cards do. You I'm flying do. by the seat of my pants. You never one. know what these cards do. I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, I've read some articles. I read some articles. Innistrad's all in on the flavor, and I love it. I think it's going to be a great, great limited format. I'm kind of terrified of what it's going to do to construct. People are just saying it's the suck. I mean, uh, that's that's what I keep hearing from like uh, even in our even in our know, forums. Like, I'm, I'm really excited about what the cards are going to do to the format. It's definitely going to slow it down. It's definitely going to kind of tone down the power level. Um, it's gonna think. I think it's going to bring back magic to where I want it to be. Where it's like you just get to play with the cards. You get to play slow brewy stuff. That, well, no, like, you just can do all kinds of cool, fun like, things. It's so like so often like we just get stuck in like tournament play. Okay, and we're like, oh, there's a sick combo, or there's this interaction that's just the stone nuts. And like, I don't think anything's like that right now. I think right now yeah. we just right now is a brewish paradise where they just play with good cards, and even if they're bad cards, you just play with cards and get the interaction. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, oh boy, don't say things like that. Richard Garfield helped design this set. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. so cool. And so I believe the last time Richard worked on a set was Ravnica, right? Yeah. So that yes. was the last yes, actual set he worked on. And that was widely regarded as one of the best times for Magic to have existed. Like, did, for people who played cards. Did you hear about... Well, have they you been just, reading Mark Rosewater articles or something? Yeah. I've, yeah. So, absolutely. So you know that he, um, he added random to a lot of the cards on purpose. That... Has to be one of the coolest additions that I've heard. A lot of people hate randomization. A lot of like magic magic cards in general. It like Richard has been on and on about this on his personal blog, yeah, um, and on his podcast where he says when you introduce randomization into a game, it adds 
additional life to your game mm-hmm. by get by like giving people a longer you know time span to play because different things can happen. Yeah. But ultimately, it frustrates the highest level players oh, because absolutely. they are not able to overcome that yeah, element. Right. There, there's literally no way for you to beat the random. Right. And so it's the reason why magic cards don't use random variable. It's like it's the reason why they used to make a lot of coin flip cards and they stopped making them because oh, yeah. casual people really liked them, but there's you know, one in this set killed it. Well, there there's just like coin flipping mm-hmm. in general it just isn't fun for a lot of people. For a lot of people like a, a small segment of people love them and they'll play them to death and sure. they'll be like, "Oh, this is so much fun." Because they want to have an experience. Sure. But magic players don't want an experience. They want to strategy their way to a win. And so random is very dangerous. And I think I haven't seen the whole set, but I'm assuming that random got taken out of the set a lot. Like development probably shipped There's... random off a lot. Uh, I, you know, I, I let's just you... make a scramble verse deck. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to do that, it's cool. And let's let's go for it. But <laughs> See, you know, I, I miss Warworld. I but, like ran, random. Um, it, random is fun, but random isn't tournament good. Right. And you'll you, like unless they make some kind of random card that doesn't have any bad effect on it at all, you're never going to see a random card in a real deck. I personally feel like the and I'll probably get proven wrong, but the random, <laughs> you know, the random card that uh, that that actually intrigues me the most out of the set so far is, uh, by the way, I wish they'd made more random discard cards. But, uh, and by more, I mean more than zero. But uh, there is a Gravedigger in green that picks a random card out of your graveyard and puts random creature out of your graveyard and puts it in your hand. There's a Gravedigger for three in black that brings back a random zombie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also Mm. cool. Yeah, but the the thing is, I think the cool part about the design there is... They can actually make the card better because it's random. Sure. So this Gravedigger isn't a 2-2 two, two for 4. It's a 2-3 for 4. And it, you know, if I'm playing Birthing Pod and I'm not losing dudes early, I can actually literally just pod into it and pick up the same dude I wanted to pick well, up. Well, the theory behind a card like that is I'm not getting any negative value here. I'm Like, anything I get here will be good for me. Right. And so you just build your deck in such a way that nothing you get is going to be like disappointing right, so right. like if you have to skip the bird of paradise then you skip the bird of paradise because like you random to that guy and you're like oh shit yeah. well that was bad so you like, know i can still pod my bird birds paradise into a two drop i mean I if like. you're able to find ways to engineer the random to work for you then it's very good what was the, there was a rebound card that returned uh surreal memoir yeah returned a random Memories. red uh, instant or sorcery area. yeah and like that card was very very good and i like i'd lost to it before i was like wow you just surreal memoried your lightning bolt yeah. and you're just gonna lightning bolt me twice right. and that or for and uh, I like three, three times <laughs> i was like holy crap like you must have broken the format or something. No, I and, lost to it in limited a lot, but I in in standard it just never showed. Yeah, and you know, like cards like that are fun. And uh, I think that was what was ready to break Valica. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, totally. he like he broke that card by just like I'm just gonna be mono burn spells. So any burn spell I get, I'll be happy with. I mean, just give me any burn, burn you. Yeah, exactly. I, and how cool is it to surreal memoirs? A wait, is it memoirs or memory? Doesn't matter. Memoir. You just confused me. Surreal memoir. Is it? All right, whatever. How cool would it be to get back a rebound card with my rebound card? I'm just saying, stagger shock. Blam, blam. That's why. That's why Vengeful Rebirth had to exile the card. It's <sighs> powerful. It's so good. 
had to go. I had to go real old school. Yeah, you did. It's farewell to shards of Alara. <laughs> uh, tell me about other cool cards in the set. Is Snapcaster Mage the real deal? It was I mean, Snapcaster not that we played him yet, but is is a good card. Me and JJ were talking about this the other day, and he was like, oh, "I'm glad I pre-ordered that guy for ten bucks." I was like, "Me too," because it's a ten dollar card. Right. He was like, "No, no, no. It's like twenty five dollar mm-hmm. presale. I was like, it's got a gold emblem. It's not going to be twenty five dollars." Right. He's like, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, this and that. And I was like, what rare is $25? Right. Since when? Yeah. He was like, I mean, no hierarchs and, 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 and no, neither of the Relicory spiked at 20 bucks. And I was like, yeah, they, they spiked at 20 Right. <laughs> well, like Fauna Shaman was the. Yeah, the Fauna Shaman was $15 for the yeah. first couple of months it was right. out. What's people, it now? Like a buck fifty? People yeah, were right. super high on Fauna Shaman. Fauna Shaman was really and good. He, and he came down eventually, you know. Well, like, his, right. his argument was like, I mean, Snapcaster Mage is like good in all formats. Like everyone's like shitting their face <laughs> off about that. And I was like, well, yeah, that's fair. He's still just a rare. Yeah, I mean, Venser like, is like this Mythics, be Mythics broke, right? Rarity, like, they, like nothing. Like, if it's not Mythic anymore, it's like okay, I don't right. care. I mean, because yeah. I draft so much that I'm gonna end up with like thirty of that dude. Yeah, like you know, like you know, you buy a box, you're probably gonna end up with a couple of them. Yeah. Like, it's not a twenty five dollar card. You know, so he was all like, yeah, I'm really happy I pre-ordered him at 10. I was like, yeah, me too, because it's a $10 card. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm mad if you paid 20 You them. see some rares like Thoughtseize, and you're like, okay, well, Thoughtseize was a rare, and it's still super expensive. Well, there was no Mythic set. Yeah, and you're like, right. okay, well, there, I mean, Garrick was a rare, too, in right. the same set. And he so cool. he was super expensive, because the entire set was shitty, but all the cards, that, all their rarities were the same. say that, but... Okay, Lorwyn, Lorwyn had notoriously shitty rares except for a couple of them that uh, were like when amazing they, when they started but the, all of all, all, all it had one of, of the lowest values of magic cards in a long like they're it, travel go, synergies but moving on go look at the <laughs> go look at the numbers Lorwyn was one of the lowest valued sets in a long okay. time like yep. aside from like force of wills like merfolk's probably like the cheapest deck you can put together and so, and so, right. so anyway card values aside let's talk about the actual playability of a snapcaster mage it is a three mana correct me if i'm wrong no, it's two mana one in a blue it's two mana when mm-hmm. it, it's got flash when it enters play uh a target in uh, it's sorcery. sorcery in your graveyard has flashback for and its flashback cost equals its cast actual cost. cast how big is he He's a 2-1. He is, yes. So, like, where does he become playable? Like, if at 3 mana, I can flash him in and then use a ponder in my main phase? Because, like, it doesn't break timing restrictions, right? No, it doesn't. So, I have to main phase it to use my ponders. Mm-hmm. But on your turn, at 4 mana, I can flash him in, target my mana leak, and yeah. then mana leak you. Right. Which is like, awesome. So, is the format going to slow down enough where that's... A real play. I am absolutely on board. I think that's absolutely correct. That is where it's going to happen. I, I don't think see that the... guy's pretty good. I don't. I mean, I think he's like a ten dollar card. I, I mean, because like he's not. Like, he's not. A, he's I don't not think he does anything card. ridiculous. Like it'd be one thing if like we still had Inquisition and Duress in the format, but we don't. Mm. Like, like with Inquisition and Duress, that guy's pretty fucking good. Okay, and tell, like when we don't have crazy. that, like he's tell, not that. Tell good me if I'm crazy. You're but, crazy. All right. Well, I'm crazy. But cray cray, there is an engine in this format that just vroom, came vroom. out, and I, I'm gonna rev it up. It's gonna be a fifth gear. Um, it is mulch and the new impulse. Now I don't know if you guys, I, I'm calling it impulse. <laughs> but there's a new engine. I'm saying where you can mill yourself. You mill the fuck out of yourself, right? But <coughs> and the ways to not only that would uh, be awesome if we had Vengevine. Not only did... Well, you have Scabruinator. Oh, how do we miss Vengevine? Farewell, Vengevine. What? 
What? Bleh. What? Bleh. If you call that guy a fucking abyssal persecutor, I'm going to throw this sharpie at you. Uh, with it why open. Isn't he in so that abyssal persecutor exactly what he is. is good. Right. Like, oh, please, give me your long argument about it. You've, t- you've said this like a zillion times to people, and I feel like your argument is just bad. So lay it it's on me. Not, it's, lay it on me. it's not. Everyone's comparing it to Vengevine, and lo and behold, I don't feel like it's Vengevine at all. I feel like it is Abyssal Persecutor. It's got a... It's got a tough ability for it. Sorry, Persecutor was the, t- the the ability that was tough on it was getting it off the field. Now Scab Ruinator has a tough ability getting onto the field, and there's no fucking way you do it long term. Fucking three. There's no way. So unless um, I mean, you may have been able to do it if Birthing Pod and Lotus Cobra were in the format, but now Lotus Cobra's gone. So. So the only way that I see this card being similar to Abyssal Persecutor is because people will get excited and try to play it, but inevitably it won't be good, and then uh, it just ends up not getting played at all. It's Abyssal Persecutor Syndrome. Yeah. I mean, people liked Abyssal Persecutor for a long time until they realized that it wasn't actually good, and then... Abyssal well, Persecutor was... It didn't get played. Abyssal Persecutor came out in the same set as Jason Mind Sculptor. Mm-hmm. And everything that came out while Jason Mind Sculptor was in the format had, had to, to pass the Jason Summon test. Yep. Now, if they gave haste to Abyssal Persecutor, he'd be good enough. But the fact that he just sat there and watched Jace bounce him for a turn, and, and you know what, okay, made they, him not good enough. He's a, that's why right, Scabronator is actually a little bit better than Abyssal Persecutor, is because uh, Persecutor had to pass the Jace test. We have to pass the Dismember test, and he passes. All right. Well, counter argument: uh, they banned Jace. Abyssal Persecutor never jumped back into the because there was no time for it. There was no time for it. Or he just wasn't good enough. I mean, Connolly Woods played with him. That's true. While Jace was in the format. What? All right. And he liked it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, I'm just saying, like, the card was always fringe playable. I feel like Scab Ruminator is going to end up in the same basket as, like, fringe playable if, I you agree. Can, if you can do it. I don't like Scab Ruminator. I do like the common and uncommon versions of it. Yes. I really also, Whoa, cool. what are those? I haven't heard the, of those. The Scab Ruminator, you have to sack three du- exile three dudes in your graveyard to cast them. There's common. There's a common 3-4 flyer that you only have to exile one dude. Right. Uh, there's like a 6-9 trampler for six that you have to exile two dudes. Are they both blue? Yeah. There's wow. also, isn't isn't the uh, the 1-4 that mills yourself for four also a scab? Is yeah. It common? Yes. So oh. he's an enabler. Oh, so, so it's like a scab tribe. Like they're all named scab something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cute. Oh, that's neat. I like that. The scabs, Gabe. I are they are they zombies? They are. They are. Okay. I like. Apparently, zombie is a thing. Oh yeah, that's like a card. Yeah. Um, how good is unbreathing horde? If you can, like, is there enough zombies for unbreathing horde? What are you talking about? What's unbreathing horde? It's a, a two and a black for uh, an, a star star where star. Well, that's not good enough. It's a zero zero where all, it, it, but it's cool, man. It doesn't die. To, it doesn't. I like how you to... just cut him off before he even finished the card. <laughs> he said Star Star. Is that good enough? It's a zero zero with plus one plus one counters for all. Oh, of is he Tarmogoyf? Shut up and let him tell me what it is. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Why don't, you, why don't you? Why don't you jump on this dick? Okay. That's that's the yeah. There you go. Chomp chomp chomp. 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 Uh, it is a uh, a zero zero with plus one plus one counters for uh, all of the zombies in play and in your graveyard, and. Uh, anytime he's dealt damage, he it prevents that damage and loses a plus one plus one counter. How much mana does he cost? Two and a black. I don't like it. I think it's cool. I if, think it's really cool. I think it actually, like, I want to see it work. Because there's, I, I, don't, I don't, the thing is, I keep looking at it and saying, those are stats that could potentially be playable, but I don't know 
first off, I don't know what the mix format looks like. But second off, I don't know that it actually gets big enough. It's like a mortician beetle. So, do you real like quick, morti- real do you quick, like, really? Do you like mortician quick, beetles? Um, I do. But. This past weekend, there was the FTW uh, sure, sure. Super IQ. Super okay. IQ. Yeah. And one of my friends, uh, Andrew and Delicato, mm-hmm. was playing Pierce Joe Pal. Fan of the cast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I had to work that day, so I couldn't play. So I showed up later on, you know, round five they were in. And I rolled up. And I was like, hey, man, how'd you do that? And he's like, I'm next to you right now. I was like, oh, okay, what'd you lose to? And he's like, I don't want to say. Oh. I was like, what do you mean you don't want to say? And he's like, I lost to zombies. <laughs> he like cemetery reaper, and I was like, and, and and like you know, Pierce Paladin's a real deck. Yeah, like Pierce Paladin's like, a, you know, it's a very good, aggressive, fast deck, and like has a lot of synergy, and it just does a lot of dirtily things that just come together in an amazing way. I mean, Mortar Pod was insane in the last yeah, time. Yeah, continue. So I was like, I looked at him. I was like, What do you mean you lost to zombies? He's like, He played zombies, and I lost. <laughs> Like I was what like, what, what like, I was like, I thought he was what? joking. I was like, <laughs> right. he, there was Warpath Ghoul in his deck. Oh, wow. no. Um, I was like, what do you mean you lost? And he was like, I can't beat a call to the grave. And that I was seems like, really good, right? Huh? <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. he was like, he played a call to the grave. Check out my one side of this. And I couldn't beat it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, no. One side of this sounds awesome. <laughs> so, uh, that was really funny. I'm sorry. It just made me think of that. And like you're all like, like zombies, zombies, zombies. I was like, I want zombies to happen. And apparently that guy was like three two. Joey Page played him. Wow. And then like he was like Inquisition. He was like, oh, the guy was like so distraught. And he's like here. Yeah. And like Joey's like, uh, I guess I take Cemetery Reaper. I'm not sure wow. what I'm looking at here. Like he just looks at his deck and he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do <laughs> cemetery reaper quite good just saying yeah so uh you know, i think i think wizards want zombies to succeed as well, well i mean obviously wizards, like they they I'm put fan. they put the they put the lord in m12 which is good and you know it's it's a it's a liked tribe it's a loved tribe i'll even go so far as to say people love yeah. their zombies and i mean the, if they want zombies to be real they have to reprint undead war chief <laughs> True. That I mean, guy. That guy is what made zombies oh, good. How about how about the the guy who had morph and he un, unmorphed and got X gave XX or minus X minus X for uh, to your opponent's creatures? No, it wasn't even just your opponents. It was everyone's. It was all creatures. Yeah, yeah. that card was so good. That was the best. It was zombie like triple ever. black or something. Bane of the like Living. Bane of the Bane Living. Of the yes, yeah. it wasn't triple black though. It was double black. Yeah, so. It was okay. That card was so good. Yeah, he's all right. I he never. Was, he was also a worm. So right? no, Band of the Living was a zombie. No, that's Massacre Worm. No, um, Band of the Living was a zombie. I know this because my friend played him in a zombie's deck. But um, I the only reason I like I never played. I wasn't around during Standard during the time of Band of the Living. But I can only imagine that I would have loved playing him. So oh god, Skeletal Worm is rotating. It was in fucking Rise of the Eldrazi. Oh god, I'm gonna just say like that was a zombie worm, and now we don't get to play it. Jesus, punch me in the dick. I'm just saying like how like what what's Jesus. my finisher? What's my zombie Jesus. finisher now? What's my zombie finisher now that I don't have Skeletal Worm? <laughs> I'm telling you, unbreathing horn, man. It's unbreathing. 
Uh, pretty good. You play really awesome Scab Ruinator. Uh, no, but okay. So long. Transform long cards. time ago. In, no, no. Transform long... cards. We got to move on. We got to keep it rolling. We got to keep moving. We all talk right. about zombies all night. Transform cards. Okay. Transform cards. Well, uh, we're gonna talk Sorry, about this distrust and and uh, transform cards is actually a really good segue into uh, because some... I forced it real hard. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, no. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about transform cards and then we're gonna actually talk about how I think like the what the cards do and how they interact mm-hmm. is actually going to affect how you're supposed to play the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have all these transform cards. Most of them are werewolves where it's like, okay, if you, if there's no spell cast last turn during every upkeep, it checks and then you transform it. Okay. Yeah. And during the upkeep, it checks again. If there were two spells last turn, transform it back. Right. Is this on okay. every, every, every werewolf. Every That's every well, werewolf. Every werewolf. Yeah. Every werewolf. There's a few transform cards. And that there you can is actually six or seven werewolves. Okay. Uh, by the way, I just want to mention the they're best, all that way. The best okay. transform. All card, the werewolves are. The best transform card is the one that they didn't release in in the MTG Salvation spoiler or any of the preview cards. It's the one white one one that turns into a black three three, uh, and you can transform oh, it because it's you feel like youth. it. Cloistered youth. Cloistered youth feels. Uh, like- you cannot transform it back. So. I'm just saying, like it's it's one in a white for a one one creature. It's called cloistered youth. And, and during your upkeep, upkeep you like may blam, transform it, three, three. and it becomes a three-three creature that does one point of damage. That you lose one life during your upkeep. It's so good. It's very good. It's very very good. I like it a lot. Um, but uh, the point I wanted to make about werewolves was when you're when you're playing werewolves, when you're or you're playing against it rather, mm-hmm. um, there's like this weird kind of like tight wire act that you have to do okay. because you're like, okay, I want to play threats so that he can't transform. Okay. But there's that card Moon Mist that transforms all these things. So you have to like balance to be like, okay, do I I have to hold back enough spells that I can play two in in, in you know subsequent yeah. turn yeah. to transform them back into innocuous little humans. Sure, yeah. And at that point then you're just like, Well fuck, now I just have to have some kind of thing to keep them from transforming back into right. these ridiculous like werewolves. It, it it's a so little it's bit like of a little like you have to like you have to like play like so weird. Like you can't just play like an all out aggro assault. You can't play like tempo. Like you have to like be this like weird like balancing of your like also, using your creatures as a resource. You know, usually it's just like your land and like your life total that you use as resources. But now you have to like use the actual spells um, that you have as a resource. Tell me what the card Moon Mist is. Moon Mist transforms at instant speed your humans werewolves into just their werewolves. It's got a, it, it says it transform I think it says transform all humans. So Okay. I think I think it actually says transform transform all humans. So that it actually makes werewolves always happen. Okay. And it also says prevent all damage to all wolves and werewolves that you control. Okay. So this card sounds incredibly narrow and kind of bad. It sounds uh, awesome. There's a lot of every pack is going to have a transform card. That's that's been stated. What? Yes. Every pack Every will have a transform. Pack. And, there, you, and 75% of the transform cards are werewolves. Exactly one card or more than or There will be at least at one least transform one. At least card. One. I okay. also want to mention okay. that there is in Innistrad the potentiality of the triple rare pack. There can be a because there is a uh, a transform card, there can be a foil transform card, there can be a foil rare and a rare in every sure. in, in any I mean you can always get double it's rares like, now so that right. doesn't so, that's, for, so for there to be a triple rare is is actually a thing yeah, it could happen because of the way they had to make the sheet the card printing sheets I guess. is is uh, it is they had to they had to put all of the cards all the transform cards on their own print sheet 
mm-hmm. so that they could put the, yeah, so they could put all the other backs on the other side, and so that's the reason there's the number they are, and also why there's one in every pack because of the way some something about sorting cards. Sure, or sure, sure, sure. Uh, some mumbo jumbo. Um, mumbo jumbo. Some bomb booty. Are they that's all? Delicious. They're all creatures. Mm. They're all creatures. Uh, yes. As far as I. Yes, all. Not like, not there's all, not like no, a there, cool there enchantment no, or something. No, or something. Uh, although there is a trans, uh, there is also a uh, a werewolf enchantment where oh. it's all werewolves okay. get plus one plus one, and if you sack it, all, you regenerate all of them. Oh, is it? Sorry, I'm just I was just curious if they like decided to get real crazy off the bat or not. Oh and, no, you know, no, they, 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 they double sided cards was crazy simple. enough. Yeah. yeah, they 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 went crazy enough. I mean, so all of. There's a lot of logistical problems. I don't want to get into them on this podcast. I, I really don't. It just doesn't I mean, seem yeah. worth it. But I mean, I I mean, I draft for fun. Like I I don't I don't really play Magic to be a high level competitor. Like I go to like decently sized events because I really like just being competitive with my garbage. Like, <laughs> um, and you do well. I mean, I try every once in a while. I'll have a shining moment where I go like X three, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, like. You know, it's it's more so like I really just want to play with the cards, and you know if they if they do these, you know, every set has like their little things that people can like troll on or whatever, sure. and like this one is just another thing. Like it's not going to change the format all that much. It changes drafting in the sense that it's not what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Are you just saying because of the way that one card always gets exposed? No. So there's yeah. like signaling weirdness. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. like you you kind of throw out a lot of like. I the mean, things that we've just come to accept from drafting in general is just like okay, well, it's a big curveball. You that... push you push your opponent into something, you dry them up out of something, you do this to this opponent. You know, like there's a lot of like skilled drafting yeah. that just kind of gets taken out because it's just like well, but then there's well, I'm all in on vampires because my first four picks were vampires. Right. But then there's the next leveling of oh well. I'm going to send this bad signal to someone because I'm going to put it right on top of my deck. Like, I'm going to draft this no, no, thing no. that's like a red thing and that's show not, it to that, everybody. It's, it's different then... because it's like you can you can ship signals to someone, but it doesn't matter well, because but, they know exactly what you're doing. And, well, I'm saying, okay, here's here's where it changes, though. And, God, I didn't want to get into this stupid discussion, but here we are. Uh, there is the signaling you're doing to the people immediately to you and the people next to you. But there's a lot of signaling that I can never, ever truly signal to the people across the table. To people three and four picks away from me, I never actually signal to them. Like, you do a little bit, but when I take a transform card, put it on top of my stack, and the entire, now ta- they see it. The entire table gets right. to see it, now I'm now I'm signaling to everybody. Which is cool. And Then that, they can make their picks accordingly. Like, it, 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 it's similar to Rochester drafting in a way, which... Uh, I mean, wizards took away because of logistical reasons, time constraints, and all that. But I mean, if when I it can all force happens, lower level players to notice that I'm doing something, or notice that lower level players are doing something, so that I can avoid doing the same thing, then I am excited about this. I mean, it's a, like Magic loves the meta game, right? And so this well, is just weird, another like, level of meta gaming. A lot of the yeah. trolls are saying that it just dumbs down the game even more. Like everything that they're doing just seems to dumb down oh, the game. Yeah, I know. And like, um. Which it may or may not be the case. It's it's Feels different. Like it. It's different and it's new. And for that for that reason, like I was on the same boat. I was just like, God, that's awful. And like, like I I play for fun. Like I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna have fun drafting the set because it's a very flavorful set. And there's just a lot of cool cards that just make you do weird things. Like there's not a lot of overtly powerful cards in this set. 
Like, I don't think it's going to affect standard, like, in a sense that it's just, like, there's going to be this broken little, you know, whatever. Like, we're not going to have something like Cobblade in this right. format, okay? But, I mean, it's just going to be a lot of – it's going to be a Brewer's Paradise. There's going to be a lot of cards that do, like, do something – when it you when it's coupled with this something and this something, it's a very powerful something. Absolutely. So you're gonna have like a lot of these just weird like decks that are just doing things because it's fun to do. Also, I want to mention uh, you said that it would change the way that we uh, played each mm-hmm. other. Uh, for the werewolves players, it w- it'll also be interesting to see what turns they choose to not play anything. Right. At, at what point they decide, okay, it's you know this is better than a spell. Right. Like, this is the turn that I'm going to turn all my dudes into werewolves. Right. I want him to be a werewolf on your turn so I can swing with him on mine. Right. Right. It's, it, I mean, it's it's a very, like, it's just, it's going to change really, a lot about magic, the limited format especially, that we've just come to accept as kind of just kind of like dogma. You yeah. Know? Like, this, this is what I hope about. I, I really, really hope that these cards play in a very fun, interesting way to make it worth it. Right. Because if it's not worth it and people are frustrated by it and they, and they, and they don't like yeah. it, then it's a bad experiment. And, oh, crap, there's going to be two more sets of this. I guarantee we see more Transform cards, as probably dis- through the other two sets. I'm sure. As disappointed as I have been with Wizards R&D, uh, with the way that their standard has played out, I think they pay a lot more attention to their limited sets. I, mean, I think they really are going to. They make a good limited environments. Standard has and, – and to be fair – Jason Stoneforge, plus maybe to a lesser degree Squadhawk, like, those were three cards. Do you know how many cards they design? Right. They, they design and develop hundreds and yeah, hundreds like of cards. 200 cards so a set. So for them yeah. to slip up on, like, three cards, yeah, it sucks, especially when it, you know, negatively impacts the tournament scene. But it's there's the, a lot of cards that they really did hit right. Like, right. they hit Vengevine right. Vengevine was good enough and bad enough to yeah. not, like, they could have made him totally busted. They didn't. Lotus Cobra, very exciting, not entirely busted. Some people, you know. Like, a lot better than even people thought right. it was. I love those. So, These the, the semi-sleepers. So, you know, like, for them to make cards that are a little bit too good, yeah, that sucks. But, I mean, they they try really hard. And I feel like by lowering the power level of everything, there's no danger of creating something too powerful. And maybe... They're feeling the burn. I I don't even want to say. That <laughs> I mean, they lowered the power level of everything. They did though, I, and it, it might not be. Speed, it might not be the specific but... reason, but like you're not going to see a format that gets dominated by one deck. I'd be very surprised if in the next year we see a one deck tournament. They have a card that puts thirteen two two creatures into play. Oh gosh, I'm so psyched about. And it that. doesn't cost thirteen. Cool. It costs seven, right? That's fun. It costs seven. Eight. Okay. That's why they had to take Pyroclasm out. All the no, zo- all the zombies seven. are two twos. Get right? out of here. Yes, they are. All the zombies are two twos, and they took the uh, zombie art. There's like multiple zombie arts. I saw the to- I saw the token Arcana, and there's multiple zombie arts in the format. Cool. It's really there's like three of them. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because yeah. I really like the M12 zombies. Those are sick looking. Well, like I liked the Eldrazi spawns because I there was four of them. Yeah. Well, like I had a favorite one. And I was like, oh, that guy's really cute. I want to make all him. Because all the other ones are like garbage. And I'm uh, not, not going to tell you which one. Inkwell Looter. Inkwell Looter in, uh, I don't know if you guys know Inkwell Looter, right? Not personally, but I know what he is. Oh, yeah. He's the, whatever. He's the magic artist. Um, he's the guy who stole our idea. Yes. 
But um, he uh, he just put out in in lieu of Innistrad coming out, uh, just put out uh, thirteen new zombie tokens that are all goofy as shit, and I think they're really funny. If you check them out, they're they're actually they're really funny. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe we'll link to that in the show notes. Maybe you can Google it yourself. Google it yourself. Okay, we're gonna tell you to Google it yourself. Cause I'm too he lazy to make that. He happen. hasn't. You know, he hasn't given us any props. Exactly. Google it yourself. Boom. Anyway. Boom. So. Shot clock up. The, uh, the elf in the room. Uh-oh. Is it Garrick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're off in a shot. All right. Mental misstep. Being banned. Oh, do we have to talk about oh, band cards? yeah, the bands. Yes, I'm so excited. We get to talk about band cards. This is they, really uh, exciting to me, actually. I'm really, really <laughs> excited about this. I like how they open up the modern format. Okay. Yeah. And... They're, you know, grand opening of the format. They're like, okay, we're going to chop out the legs of all these decks. Every deck that you ever liked to play, dead. Right. Hey, Sweet. hey, do you have a deck that you were super excited to play? Fuck you. Yeah, guess what? No. Yeah. No. Nope. Brew again. Try Try again. So they gave they gave carte blanche to the pros and like, okay, right. we took these away. Now just have fun. Right. And then and the then they're all fun like, that they had you was know what's turn And then the fun that they had was turn two kills. Yeah. Uh, Blazing Shoal, that's a fun card. Totally. Blazing Shoal is an awful card. It's so bad. It's it's, it's embarrassing. So it's Putting embarrassing. They have to ban Blazing Shoal. They yeah. banned Blazing Shoal. Here's what else they banned. Was Brainstorm broken? Maybe. No. Was Preordoin and Ponder? Absolutely not. Apparently banned. in Modern, it's too good. How about Rite of Flame? <laughs> How okay. about Rite of uh, Flame? That's a different discussion. Uh, Rite of Flame actually is. Preordain really and Ponder, those are banned in Vintage, by the way. <laughs> You're shitting me. Or, I'm sorry, they're restricted in vintage. Vintage oh, restrict, doesn't have a oh, sure. Restricted, restricted. <laughs> but yes, preordained ponder, restricted in vintage. They they were too good. They were mm. too good. Brainstorm has dodged the bullet for a long time because people love their brainstorms and it's widely considered well, brainstorm fair. Brainstorm doesn't let you dig as well as preordained or ponder does. Right. Like, you have to have a fetch <clears throat> land to make your brainstorm really good. Right. And so, you know, like, if they're going to let you keep top and they're going to let you keep you know, fetch lands, they have to stop you somewhere. So one cantrip that's completely ridiculous, fine. But the sorcery speed ones, we're going to stop but you from using. modern right? didn't let you keep any. It's true. And y- and you know what? Maybe if they didn't ban uh, mental oh, misstep, we could have stopped on. all these preordained <clears throat> ponders. But you know in what? Fairness, Let's just ban all three. In all Buffer, fairness, they, they did not ban Halimar depths. So, yep. fair. It's true. Thank you, Wizards. Thank you, Wizards, for not banning... Halimar does. I mean, they could replay. If there was any reason that I ever needed not to play this game, other than them banning Jace off the get go, it's this shit. I mean, they could they could yeah. ban like or they could reprint Miri's Guile. That'd be fun, right? Ban fire. Um, <laughs> it, it, for those of you not <laughs> so what else? Miri's they banned, Guile they is just an enchantment for G that lets right. you Halimar depths every upkeep. Yeah. that's so all. That's all it does. They it's banned, not busted. <laughs> they banned. It's a bad. It's a bad Sylvan library. Um, <laughs> they banned. Uh, Preordain, Ponder, and... Blazing Shoal. Blazing Shoal, Rites of Flame. Yep. There was another one, right? Green Sun Zenith. Green and Green Sun and Zenith. And, fucking and Cloud Post. Cloud Post okay. is a very relevant card. Okay, so, so let's... I we gotta take these one at a time. Post. We gotta take these one at a time. Okay. okay. So let's talk about... Uh, because you would love to. Let's talk about Cloud Post. Okay, and well, Cl- I'd, I'd prefer they, they ban Glimmer Post because Cloud Post wasn't even the broken part of the deck. Glimmer Post was broken because you could literally beat your aggro decks by drawing a Glimmer Post while you have your Cloud Post draw. It's fucking retarded. Okay, well, you can still Vesuva and Glimmer Post, so get your nuts off, buddy. 
rocks You're real off. excited about it doing that? Do you really think? Place. Okay, because did you see it, Philly? Eighty-two. It was like eighty percent of the. Hang on. I think it was like seventy or in the high seventy percentage of decks that actually came to Philly were twelve plus, variants. Did you see how variants. many of them day tuned? Yeah, like twelve percent. Right, because everyone everyone was prepared and knew what the hell was going on. Well, I think that's what they had to do is because because they there were so many uh, other decks that were killed. They couldn't even leave one of them alive. Okay, so let me let me tell you what's really going on with the Cloudpost decks. Uh, and the reason why Cloudpost was the right ban, not Vesuva and not Glimmerpost. No, Post. not Vesuva, obviously. Okay, the reason they had to actually go get Cloudpost is because if you if you banned one of the other two cards, the deck could would still, still it would still exist. You could still go Cloudpost, 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 and Emercall. I mean, even if you went, even if you went cloud post and then a bunch of glimmer posts, it's still too much mana. They took ancient tomb and forbidden or forbidden city or whatever it is. They took those out of the format and they're not going to print them again for a reason. And yeah, when they went back to scars, they were like, Hey, let's make this other locust land. Cause we got to make a throwback, right? It'll be super fun. Sure. And I don't know if they anticipated they definitely did. this happening where they're like, Oh, well, in the meantime, we, Happened to make this. Uh, I think they Ayavugan. forgot about. We I made think... this Ayavugan card that accidentally broke the format with this other land combo. So like your combo is all lands. the lands I have. Hey, and guess what? They banned Valakut in the first place for a reason because right. losing to other people's lands isn't a fun way to play Magic. I don't know. If that's the reason. I thought the reason was because there was a fucking broken combo associated with it. Prismatic combo. Yeah, Prismatico is right. shapeshift. But Cloudpost is essentially the exact same thing, because once you assemble enough lands, Emrakul is just unbeatable. And it's not that I'm saying that, that, that wait, it wait, wasn't... Wait, 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 wait. Emrakul folds to Tumblebanger. Whoa, it's true. It's true. Also, Dying Fire. But... <laughs> right. Thank you. Okay, but like, are we done talking... Fuck you are, both! <laughs> are, we, are we done talking about Cloudpost? Like, okay, the other no, reason... I thought it was here, really interesting. Okay. I the, really thought the it was other really reason, The other reason Cloudpost had to go... It stopped other competitive control decks from existing. Uh, like, to, in order to actually play some kind of mystical teachings deck, which a lot of people wanted to or tested or tried or whatever, any kind of blue-based control deck, it couldn't beat the cloud post. Right, I know. It's I know. like, oh, well, I'm going to do these dirtily counterspell things, right. and you're just going to build your mana, which I can't really stop you from doing, right. until you play something that's not beatable by my it, it deck. was all it was literally all combo v combo but but the, the real I, I gotta say that the real reason that i feel like the the format actually shook out this way and they made the bands this way is because uh the first run through they banned all of the staples of all of the decks they knew would already exist because there were people's so, yeah, favorite exactly. decks. What the fuck were people supposed to play? Right. Like, if you give back Jace the Mind Sculptor, you give back Stoneforge Mystic, then it's all going to be that. No, right. it's not. It will because be. that thing, those decks fold to the, the to the combo decks. Right. So, But the aggro of, decks have a chance against well, the combo that decks because they're faster. That was a Maybe. big thing on the internet for a while, is people were going to figure out, are you going to unban or are you going to ban more? So people, they decided ban more, because what they originally wanted to do with the format was... Make a format where new decks would emerge. They don't want to see the same old shit. They want to see new decks to emerge. I like the ban. I like ban more. I like ban more too. But I don't. I don't. I'm not psyched about it. Mostly because I want to win. I'm still, I want to do well. <laughs> like I'm still upset that Bitter Blossom is banned. I really don't see the problem with that card. But I guess that's just because like if they have a Wild Nacatl, you're never gonna beat him with a Bitter Blossom. Right. But until Wild, what are you talking about that blocks forever. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever the problem. Wait is a minute, that, wait, like, wait, you just mental misstep, Wabanaka, all right? 
Wild, Wild Nacatl didn't get played at this Pro Tour. Like, did CounterCat? Uh, yeah, excuse me, CounterCat got okay. second okay. place, sir. I'm just saying. Like, okay. Also, they were afraid that it... Okay, the reason they banned Green Sun Zenith is because they were afraid CounterCat was going to become the deck, best deck as well. Okay, so let's talk about... the best deck! Let's talk about Green Sun Zenith. Because sure. Sure, Green sure. Sun Zenith also was, was very good in that deck because at turn one got Dryad Arbor. It would go... Turn three, it could get Gadok Teague, which is right. shut Insane. down entire yes. decks. Yeah, right. Like I feel like a, it, it seems like a weird ban. <coughs> it seems like a weird ban on the surface. Well, one of the hang, like, answer okay, this. Go ahead, go ahead. Just let me talk for a second. Sure, go ahead. answer this question for me first. Did Counter Cat have Green Suns in it? <coughs> yes, four of in its main deck. Yes. yes, sir. Okay, that that was my first question. All right. So initially, when I saw it, I was like, okay, well, they banned Green Suns in it. Because people love to go get Dryad Arbor with it, because turn one rampant growths actually seem kind of broken. Like, yeah, I could kill it with a card, but, I mean, that still doesn't seem, like, good. Well, it doesn't seem good for magic. What it comes down to is that, like, it was just, like, they could go turn one High Arc or turn one Dryad Arbor like, and still you, turn two a Reliquary. How do you right. turn one and get a High Arc? You play a Force play and a play High Arc off of your hand. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't thinking of the obvious implications. My bad. Sometimes you uh, have the cards you need in your opening hand. Sometimes you ride a plane, Phantomorphose, Hierarch. I mean, I was going to, like, pitch a Simeon Spirit Guide, use my Green Sun Zenith, oh, like, go search for trying. a Noble Hierarch. Yeah. Like, I was like, where is this going? Right. Um, if only there okay, was an Elder so, Spirit Guide. Countercat really did have multiple green suns in its main deck, and it was to go get utility guys. Like it had Kasali Pride Mage. It had I guess. A one of Kasali Pride Mage, a one of Gadok Teague. Yep. It had a one of Dryad Arbor, and, and they had... could and, and they could play these things because they had the Zenith. Right. Now, one of the reasons that they gave in the, in the article was that they were trying to cut down on the Malira combo, which wasn't actually that prevalent at the Pro Tour, but it's obviously because of Countercat. I feel like Malira I mean, combo exists anyway. Like that—that's the kind of combo that seems super duper fair. Well, it's because they're playing it's beatable in like seven different ways. They were playing quarter calling the whole time anyway. No one was playing. Right. They're either playing birthing pod or quarter calling or both or right. something. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. So, like, I, I I get it, but like, it doesn't seem like it was so pervasive that it would, like, stop the format from existing. Like, I feel like we didn't have to ban Green Sun Zenith. We would have been fine. Yeah, no, not at all. It's it's retarded. I mean, like, unless Elf Combo was secretly one of the best decks, too. I mean, like, you could still Zenith for Heritage Druid and go fucking nuts. Or Nettle Sentinel. I like, know. I don't know why, like... Countercat could have, uh, have elf answers ball, to everything and tutors for answers. Elf for Ball answer wasn't fast enough to beat the other combo decks. Yeah. And... What it I, just wasn't good enough to, like, it could beat the Zudex, but it couldn't beat the other combo Also, decks. I want to see like, Mono Red. I guess what kind of blows my mind about about this Pro Tour in general is, like, where were the Chalice of the Voids? I mean, like, I feel like Ch if, if somebody just, like, had a decent Chalice of the Void deck, they would have crushed this tournament. Hmm? Why? Because it was all combo. Like, you would have difficulty against the Blazing Shoal decks, but all of the... There's no Chalice. Of, There's no Chalice the because you just roll or, to the fucking... Uh, twelve post. No, no, no. It doesn't. It does that doesn't matter. I'm. I'm. Well, okay. It sort the, of matters. No, but the, no. The cloud post decks play Chalice of the Void. They're the only decks that have all the mana to make it really work. Well, they okay. see the thing is they have to. They'd have to play it on two to make it really happen. Okay, they can do that. They can do that very early. They can do that on turn. I feel like I the know. format was just diverse. That, that turn Chalice was just kind of bad. They can do that the so. turn they're dead. I guess so. If so, on the play, it's good. All right. So. It, uh, I guess it doesn't actually stop a grape shot from killing you. It counters the first copy. Storm goes off, kills you. So it doesn't actually stop. Whoa! It. Yeah, I, I, I thought you couldn't cast it if it was a chalice. Oh, whoops! 
No, no, you can cast it. It just gets countered. So it counters every oh. single version. Because... No, no, because the t- the copies it puts are... a trigger. It puts a storm trigger on the stack. Storm trigger resolves. Puts yeah. all the copies on the stack. Chalice only counters things that get cast. Exactly. <gasps> Grape shot still kills you. No way. Yeah, yeah. it's awkward. Ew. It's awkward. But I, I mean, maybe I just answered my own question. But like, it it really feels like Chalice of the Void being in the format is it. This is one of the great equalizers, and it it, it wasn't good enough to stop all the combo. And I feel like I I can't blame all the pros for just like being like oh well they banned every good control card well guess it's time to combo yeah because good players do like whoops I'm just gonna play the most consistent combo I can find and I I gotta give my heart out to the team Fireball for even attempting to play some kind of controlish type deck and I mean control they is did really is really loose. well yeah like they did really well and it's because they put a shitload of work into the format and tested it out real hard they could have just as easily played whatever dickish combo they felt like and been and probably posted the same results. Right. But like they actually did something different that that seemed interesting. Uh what's the last card on our list? Uh that we haven't talked about right of flame. Right of flame. Like again like they stopped printing is dark there, ritual is there for a dragon reason. storm deck or is that Yeah, it's got a blazing troll in it. It's yeah, taps, they, right? is, tep, is there a Tep stack in Modern? No, because oh. mine's Desire's Band. Okay. Um, and Dragonstorm isn't good enough. They were actually just peer through depthing for Dragonstorm to pitch it to Blazing Shoal. That was oh. the that was the Dragonstorm deck, as as ludicrous as that sounds. Um, which seems way better and way more innovative than the like Summoner's Pact for Reaper King, Blazing Shoal. You okay? I gotta that, say that seems not as. Uh, for all of the turn two combo kill decks that they killed. Why the fuck didn't they kill the poison deck? I they did. They took Blazing Shoal. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Blazing Shoal was banned. A, what? But it's bad. embarrassing that they had to play ban Blazing Shoal because honestly, when when they made the when they made the the Shoal cycle, because don't forget there are five of those motherfuckers. Oh yeah, no, the blue one still saw play too. The blue one was the most played one. The blue yeah. one was tournament playable for a very long time Quite even cool. into extended i mean i've played it in fairies before mm-hmm. it's a cool card it's, it it's actually fun it counters you can you can pay blue blue and x to counter target spell with converted cost of x or pitch a card with the conversion. pitch a card yes, with exactly, the exi- yeah. with the same converted mana cost as x so it's just force of will for exactly your cost card right so it's like a more narrow force of will, and right. oh man, people flipped out when they made a card like that. And narrow force of will, yeah, I'll like play that card. They're like, oh, card. narrow force of will. Like apparently in this format, if out. you have one or two drops in your hand, you counter everything. Blam. I mean, <laughs> or fifteen drops. The fact that they have <laughs> we've to, got those. That's what they shuffle back in. <laughs> the fact they have to go and ban a blazing shoal, which was widely considered, you know, one of the. Lesser shoals? I don't okay. know. Like it just because there were too well, many ten drops around it. Okay, I literally it just wasn't that good. They didn't have poison where it just I mean, straight up killed them. Out like of nowhere. it did. It did get like some marginal play, but like sickening shoal and disrupting shoal and even the shining shoal. Those all got good play. Those all got good well, amounts uh, of play. John Davis was telling me about how like he used to play that same deck, the infect deck, except he had to play with another card to give a double strike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like to win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Xanted Swarm deck. It was. So hilar- it was, it was like hilarious. Now you play with le- one less card for your combo, which makes it that much easier. Yeah. Like I'm. I, I get it. Like they decided to print a mechanic 
and one card broke that mechanic. So I like it's easier to like ban one card than ban like everything with infect. Got us no can't play any of those cards. Gosh, I mean I gotta tell you now that I've heard that that poison deck is not happening, I'm so happy because I as my okay. I oh people will still get poisoned out. I guarantee oh, it. God, I hope not. <laughs> There's nothing that I hate more than infect. I mean, they're not going to get it. poisoned out in one turn, but they're going to get poisoned out with an ink moth nexus and a blighted agent. Oh, Somebody will okay. find a way. I'll give you those. You can have those. Please Thank don't. You. Please don't combo kill me with pump spells. Please, I'm fucking sick of it. I don't like okay, it. Okay, well all. that happened to you in Pittsburgh, so I understand how you're salty. Hate that shit. <laughs> salty. It, it won't. It, it'll never happen to me again because I will actually every. Just, Scoop every time I see an infect card on the on the field. That's how you'll beat me. Is I'll see an infect card and be like, "Not losing to you, leaving, <laughs> leaving the tournament." <laughs> Inkwell Texas scoop. <laughs> Done. Nice Peace. Goodbye. Yep. Um, I did. I I have seen a lot of funny anecdotes. Most of them from Charles League involving transform cards and involve you to flip the table. Which <laughs> uh, I mean, I gotta hand it to you, buddy. That was any pretty- bird flipping, yeah. table flipping. That was pretty witty. Well, I got a hand to you, buddy. That was good. JJ got that one, actually. JJ said, uh, why are there no uh, table cards I can flip? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Um, I hope Transform's worth it. I really do. I really do. Because if it's if it's not worth it and all the cards turn out to be like frustrating to play against... I'm just going to have a I'm lot of fun shuffling on my deck with upside-down cards. And I'm going to be like, no, you have to play with the proxy cards. Like, I don't have enough. What? My, my whole deck Man. is just transform gets cards. Uh, you sleep your decks. No, sir. Yeah, but you I will go out of my way not to sleep my decks. <laughs> then it gets real awkward. They're like, uh, well, you can't play in the tournament unless you go up to the store. and Cool, give like, me back my fucking $12. Yeah, right, exactly. They're like, you, oh. need, you need to give us $8 for sleeves. And you're like, well, then I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> well, I rare drafted. I don't have enough of these things. And uh, He's like, all right, well, sell me that Garrick you drafted, and then you can buy some sleeves. And you're like, Dude, what kind of ripoff like, store sir, is this? Yeah. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I've got fucking clout. Yeah, this is Chris motherfucking Casby. I'll tell everyone to stop coming here. And then he's going to be like, all right, well, here's a Sharpie and some Screeching Silk Claws. Just, like, make it happen. <laughs> I, that's what I imagine happening more than anything. Right, yeah, that'll probably is, happen. Is like, oh, well, we printed... Screeching Silk Claws sick. We hey, printed way more good. of these Transform cards. If there's w- one plus in every single pack... People are gonna play them, uh, and I guess say, what? Well, if every pack comes with a, I don't sleeve all card. my draft decks. I don't sleeve all of them. So, like, if you thought that the full art Zendikar lands were rare, and that people like to keep those and use them, and whatever, yeah, get used to using these stupid proxy tokens because that shit's dumb. That shit, like, so is that what we do uh, in constructs now? Hmm. Are we supposed to use that card? Uh, no, you're supposed you... to take it out of the sleeve. No, yeah, Put that shit if, over. If you, if you actually use your sleeves, then you take it out of the sleeve. But if you don't feel like sleeving your construct deck, which I don't know anyone who actually plays construct well that doesn't have sleeves, then you actually have to have the proxy cards. We just stuff. have to hope that none of the transform cards they made actually make it into constructed play. Because, I mean, I mean some uh, of them are pretty the good. Mayor some of them are Sun? Um, that's probably the worst. <laughs> um, but there are, there are good flip cards. The Vampire. The vampire is reasonable. Which one? The one that uh, transforms into a 5-5 fly. Get out of here. It's reasonable. No, it's not. I wouldn't say it's great. You know how he flips? What? How does he flip? Doesn't he, he's pay mana in your upkeep. Yeah. Right? If you have five vampires in play. No, no, no. no that's different. That's that's a different one. That's oh, you're talking about the awful two- one that time walks you? 
Is it time walk? Ah, uh, well, okay, yeah, you have to tap out. But I mean, you get you you pour sources from damage. Shut up. <laughs> it seems fine to play a two-two flyer and just also, have it be a two-two flyer. The one you were talking about is even better than that. I even forgot about that shit. Well. You remember how people were flipping out about uh, Night of Cliffhaven, how they were doing the math, and they're like, this is like a 20-mana Sarah Angel. Who would ever play this card? And then it turned out to be good. Yeah. Because just saying, it was in I a mean, format where you had to face other 20-mana Sarah Angels. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's... Like, what's your deck do? Well, I make this little 5-5 five, five guy over the course of four turns, and he swings in unblockable. <laughs> Check out my fucking enforcer kicking your ass. Beep, 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 beep. I mean, people said that the level up cards were unplayable and they were too expensive. Uh, they are so, unplayable and they, they are. are too expensive. Yeah. How many of those see constructed play now? One. One ever. Chicago Tree Speaker's a good card. Two ever. I play Sorry. that. I still play that card. I played that card at FNM the other day. Dabba, dabba, dabba. So there. Uh. Okay, maybe it was too expensive and it wasn't good, but in limited they were super fun. And Rise of the Eldrazi is one of the most highly regarded limited formats for a lot of people. I in loved, re- I loved Rise. I mean, Rise was a really good draft format, and a lot of people really liked well, it. I mean, I'm biased. I loved every format where I can draft a uh, removal based deck and pick any any dude with it's got like a four or five t- power, right. and right. I just get to turn him sideways. Yeah, you're like Ondu Giant is the best card I've ever seen. What's in my your life. deck? Uh, it's a bunch of removal and two McKinney Griffins. Right. Yep. Mm, got there. Got there. Three owed that one. Yep. <laughs> you're like, how are you? You're like, oh no, I just have Vent Sentinel and like right one well, of I the, drafted the one wall of deck these... on a number of occasions. <laughs> oh yeah, that shit. <laughs> What's so your deck? Good. It's ten walls and a shitload of removal. Yep. I picked Done. up a Halamar. That's a whole lot of narcolepsies. I know. <laughs> I got this Halamar Spy Patrol. Put pneumonic wall into Stagger Shock. Yes, but sir. Really, just just Vent Sentinel you to death. Vent Sentinel you to death. That card's. How do you win? I have two Vent Sentinels in my deck. Just enough. Three Stagger Shocks and two pneumonic walls. Get there. Is the removal in Innistrad good enough? No. No, not at all. I haven't Also, really how seen... do you kill... How the fuck do you kill that 3-4 in Limited? How? What 3-4? The, the wall? Three, four, no, no, the 3-4 flyer that, that you have to remove a creature card from your graveyard. How do you ever fucking kill it? This... Uh, there is... There's a pacifism. Okay. Uh, which says... Uh, one in a white. Mm-hmm. Uh, enchant creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, target creature... If it's a human, gets plus two, plus two. Right, right, right. okay. Otherwise, okay. it can't attack or block. I got that one. Okay, okay. sure, sure. There is uh, Victim of Night, which is double black instant. Uh, Kill and target destroy non werewolf, non zombie, non vampire. But that thing's a zombie, isn't it? Well, I'm saying like there's there's very restrictive removal. There's okay. there's a uh, I feel like one of the stronger removal spells in the set is Paralyzing Grasp. It's called uh, Claustrophobia. It's one double blue. Uh, enchant yes. creature, tap it, doesn't untap during its untap. Yes, phase. that card is good. I gotta say the actual best best card for removal in the entire set is the uh the three damage it's the it's a resounding thunder, but if you have morbid it deals five damage. Yeah. That is the actual best removal spell. Yes, it is. Yes, it's quite good. <gasps> Constructs with Furnace Scamp. Here we go. Uh, um, see, isn't that good? That's I mean that's uh, like nine that's, damage. That is that's a the, lot of damage. That is the absolute first thing someone said to me the first time I said that. Yeah, so that was me. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Guess what? Well, it's you still said it's fucking twice. awful because it includes I, furnace scan. I don't know. I know uh, we haven't. Po- scan, I know we I haven't podcasted shit. in a while, guys. But we do talk to each other like on a daily basis. So you know, yeah, that's, that's still happening. Isn't that um, unfortunate? Uh, I, is there a 
some kind of cremate in this set, or just cremate itself. I don't know what that is. It's B, remove target card in a graveyard from the game, oh, draw yeah. a card. Yeah, it's a white those, yeah. card, isn't it? Uh, I don't know what it is, but I've seen it, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's also a, there needs to be some kind of cremate. There also needs to be some kind of mass graveyard removal. Is there a Tormod's Crypt there's or also a Relic a, or a Scrabbling a, Claws? I'd take a Scrabbling Claws. Yeah, oh God, that was so good. But th- uh, there's well, a one in a Relic blue Relic of shuffle. was just better, but okay. I disagree. There's one in a blue... Um, Relic Regenitus, they they got to choose what they put back in their library. Scrabbling Claws, you got to pick. That was there? Yeah. Nope. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Anyway, it doesn't I matter. I heard Scrambled Eggs. Yeah, Scrambled Eggs. Um, one So there's a one and a blue. Shuffle three cards from a graveyard into their library, and you have, get to flash it back for green. So that's that's probably about the best you get for screwing up their graveyards. No, there's there's a white... Cremate. Boink, boink there's, there's, a, there's a white cremate, just like targeted graveyard. Or you know what would be really good is, uh, I don't know what set it was in. I don't know if you guys can remember this, but there was a, uh, it was either a one and a black or a black card where you got to knock something out of someone's graveyard and put a one, one white flyer into, pl- into play. Remember it was that? from uh, Eventide. Yeah. Yeah, but it has hybrid man on it, so it's really Does not it? printable. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, bud. Um, so I think uh, one of the things that we're going to have to see in this limited format is there's a sub theme of enchantments in this set. The curses? Yes, uh, the there's curses the curses so and not cool. only that, all of the auras are playable. Yeah. There is a uh blue one that's one into blue. Target creature gets plus two plus two in flying. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Seems good. Uh there's the white pacifism that gives plus two plus two or pacifism. Right. Um there's a black one that's target creature it's one in a black target creature gets plus one plus one and uh black regenerate. Yep. Uh, there is a red one that's one red. Target creature gets plus two, plus two, and something else. Yep. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, I want to say it's haste. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's, a war, it's not a warp. It's like first they strike didn't, or they didn't reprint I don't know, something like that. Yeah, it's first strike. But uh, it's just like they're very aggressively costed spells that do cool stuff. Yes, definitely cool. Also, the curses, like just to mention, the curses are also mostly playable in limited elite. Yeah, the rares, the rares are good. The uncommons and commons I don't know. I even I would even mill someone for two a turn. Also, yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, no. I'll say I just like the flavor mm, of cursing maybe. them. I like the flavor of like, oh well, you're cursed. Curses. One of my favorite. Do something cards. bad to you all the time because it's a curse. Uh, I will say around. that there's a really cool card. Uh, it's a black card. It's an uncommon. It's four and a. Uh, four and a black for I think is it a three, one three two death touch? No, it's a three three creature. Okay, uh, that goes and gets a curse out of your deck. That's a one two death touch. Oh, is it? It is one two death touch. Uh, when it dies, you get to search a curse and then plant place it on target player. It's pretty cool. Hey guys, it's a I, blood witch of some kind. Can I can I flavor speculate for a second? Mm-hmm. Is that is that allowed? Since now, since I mean, now, if you're dying, I mean, magic is now like flavor. Central, flavor right? country. Yeah, um, like so that's like Reds. what they're trying to do. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to flavor speculate. So I'm kind of curious where this set goes because because like every set they kind of try to tell a story of some kind, right? Sure. So I'm curious, like, okay, well this is Spooky Town, and it kind of just seems like, oh well, Spooky Town's cool, but where does Spooky Town go as a block? What if what if there's like the next set has been announced as being called Dark Ascension? Yes. Oh really? That is true. Yeah. Oh. So we can assume that the bad guys rise. They get even better. Stars in the third set, they lose. They get even better. Like I, I want, I want the, I want, the, I want the I good want, guys to like take. I want there to be like a whole like 
uprising of humans and paladins. I want there to be this uprising want... of these monsters, and then the Phyrexians to come in and take them. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to just play with Phyrexian like artifact demons. creature uh. werewolves. <laughs> you, you, yeah. can, you can Phyrexian metamorph the werewolves. Country, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. If, if Phyrexia shows up on Innistrad, I'll actually be very disappointed. <laughs> I really will. Also, I would re- I would love to see like a whole cast of of <laughs> like white white knight dudes and green like human archer dudes like band together make some kind of militia and be like time to go badassville well, and we were, like uh, clean out this graveyard and start like burning everything i just want to mention uh i want that to happen there is i mean flavor related uh if you go right now to the uh in a str- and now one of our fans on on Facebook pointed this out the Rika egg yes if you if you is. go to, so what I'll, I'll explain it to you then uh if you go to the Innistrad full spoiler list on F- dailymtg.com and you go to the very bottom after you hit all cards the, it'll say white blue uh, so let me find the back of the magic card it'll say white blue black red green Rika and then all cards at, at the very bottom of the page. So you click on Reka, and it go, flips you to a Twitter page where someone has posted a bunch of flavor on their Twitter. I would assume that it's an R&D member. I honestly don't keep up with all of them. But if you click on any of his links on his uh, page, it tells you a story. And the story is probably six posts long. But, it, I mean, it's, it's very in-depth. Obviously, they've made a lot of, spent a lot of time on it. They've got a huge book, and it's uh, very awesome uh calligraphy huge like huge pages just filled with this writing and um it tells a little bit bit of a story about um this guy he's got a some kind of problem and he he finds an old classmate and the two of them are going off an adventure Uh, obviously the story isn't done but uh but I thought it was a really cool story. Are these real guys, or are they guys from Innistrad? Obviously, people from Innistrad, yeah. It's flavor from Innistrad. And um, there's some really, like, I don't know, I spent 15 minutes reading it, and it was interesting, and it was really good, and I I would hope to see the the storyline flow into something past Innistrad. But I really enjoyed it. I just is, wanted to mention. Is the stupid, crazy speculation like, oh my god, they're finally doing purple mana and we're going to get a different color <laughs> and all that shit? No. Like, is, that, is that... It's like, it's like there's... I want to say the, that... The way that you pitched this to me just now was like... Totally purple looked mana. like it was leading up to that. Where they're like, oh, like it listed it with all the colors of mana and shit like that. Like, you re- like that's right. not that's not what's happening? Right. I wish... that. I mean, I wish I could tell you something like that. But from what I can see, all, all I can tell is it's it's... it's Flavor to lead into the next set. Okay, so it doesn't look like they're doing something stupid with no. extra colors. Because I'll, I'll be honest, and you can hate me if you want to, but another color in Magic sounds extraneous and stupid. And if Richard Garfield himself didn't develop it, endorse it, and write an article about it, I might just quit Magic altogether. Hmm. I don't know. Like, another color to Magic just seems totally terrible to me. I mean, some people Really, did... really bad. They already added Planeswalkers. Well, I don't you need heard... another stupid-ass color. You heard, you heard what Christ. happened at the, the last... Uh... What the at the last packs, yeah, some guy got stabbed in the eye with a pen. Oh, it was awesome, cool. But I'm talking about the nerds. the um, fucking nerds. <laughs> uh, the, I'm fucking ta- nerds. I'm talking about the uh, the last uh, 
this great designer search. They got they said uh, if you had to design a six color, what would it be? And the guy was like, Yeah, tap on uh, colorless mana. Colorless. Use this. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Like, and they, oh my god, they just printed a whole cycle of lands that are rare and colorless. So oh my god, maybe we'll get something that does that. I don't know. It's I cool. Would be, I would Isn't be all, okay. Yes. Don't you think that's cool? Yes, I do think that's cool, and I think that that is an interesting way to actually make a six color in Magic there you that's go. not offensive to me and would make me quit. There you go. I wouldn't quit if they did that. So that's what I'm thinking. I don't want to quit. So anyway, please don't make me quit. Scrub fans, we love you guys. Oh my god. We, I know we haven't been around. This so is like much. two hours long. I know. Just about. And well, we, we've we been a lot gone for a break. We've been gone for a song. We've been gone for a long <laughs> while. Like we, we did try to record an episode like a couple weeks ago and yeah. it just uh, the fan- Right after Grand Prix Pittsburgh. The f- <laughs> I like how you grabbed the mic like a total diva. <laughs> hey, that man. was great. I don't know if anyone uh, obviously plug no one can see Cassie right now, but uh He's looking real sexy. He's looking real sexy. Got his hair down and everything. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, you, everyone. (laughs) You know, like, like, gone but not forgotten. I don't know. Scrubland is is around. Thank you for, you know, thank you for the kind words, guys. We, you know, we're still, we're sticking with it. We're going to be here. Uh, We're looking for alternatives to recording. We actually managed to get the setup to work tonight, which is nice. Yeah. But, you know, like, we're we're, we're, going to get something else here in the meantime. We might update more regularly we might not but you know we love you it'll be com- it'll be coming <laughs> back soon and when you get an episode you should consider yourselves lucky damn it <laughs> they're gonna be so pissed off that they waited three weeks for this <laughs> <laughs> they're like wow we've been waiting for the next episode it's gonna be so good refreshing uh, it every six sorry, hours sorry kids i don't know if you've gotten it yet but we're here to disappoint that's, that's, so. kind of, that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. But uh, let's do shout outs. Oh, do we have shout outs? Sure, let's do it. Uh, All right. Well, Neil, I went to Pittsburgh with Neil Carter, a buddy of ours, and he's been in Kuwait for a good know, long time. A million years. Yeah. I don't know. He was in Kuwait before that. He was in a Afghanistan. Right? Like in the past two years, he's been gone for like yeah. 16 months or something like that. Yeah. So uh, he went out there and started like this magic crew. Yeah. Of like 40 people, like yeah. in the middle of the fucking desert <laughs> that just play magic cards. That's so, pretty cool. Um, pretty he was like, uh, he keeps in touch with Brian Brown. And Brian was like, hey, man, you should listen to Scrubland. You know, he's a friend of ours. And like, Chris Casby, DC Elmbros. And sure, sure, the thing. Sure. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. And kind of just like, whatever it is. And then he like listened to it and he's like, oh, those guys are such fucking assholes. It's great. It's like <laughs> I'm sitting these. there making fun of shit with them. <laughs> so he got like 40 dudes in the fucking middle of the desert to listen to Scrubland. What? There you go. And make like these dirtily legacy decks because that's all they play because nobody has fucking real cards out there because all the kids from the desert, they just had like their family ship out their old magic cards from back when sure, they played sure. in like fucking Mercadian Master. Oh, or so it's more like no format type magic. It's right. not like it's just super sure. powered up legacy. It's just like right. anything you got right. kind of legacy. Sure. But it's like 40 dudes out there that just yeah. play like he's like, dude, they play like three or four times a week. Yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, shout out to like the troops. Like, whether or not they Definitely. should or shouldn't be out there, like, I'm glad that we have them out there and I'm glad that they're fucking. Wasting tax dollars listening to Scrubland. I gotta tell you, <laughs> they're in the actual Scrubland. So you know. if you're they're sh- actually the Scrubland, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still out there listening to this, respect, respect. I really yeah. appreciate it. No, like we do. My dad's a fucking army man. Like fucking 25 years in the Corps of Engineers, man. So yeah. So uh, that's really cool. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you waited to share that with us because I I hadn't heard that before, and that's really cool. Yeah. So 
I mean, I wanted to talk about it the week after we went to GP and we got drunk and started then the, then the fighting pod- and our mm. podcast stopped working. The podcast broke. broke and yeah, everything got real bad. Bad so, things were bad, you know. The podcast flux capacitor. <laughs> that our flux capacitor wasn't working anymore. That's pretty much how it happened. There was a there was a mnemonic nexus. The podcast got shuffled back into my computer. And we just now <laughs> were able to draw all the pieces again to make it work. Oh, that's good. Have you seen this awful card, Exodia? Speaking of speaking of <laughs> speaking of shuffling your decks, there's an awful mythic in the new set. Sure, called like Mad Mirror. Oh, Phantasm God. or oh, something. Wait, one in the blue, you get to put it back in your library and then mill cards so you find it's, it again. It's three in a blue for a Fuck five one awful. creature. It's three and two blue, mind you. Oh, it's two blue, three, yeah, and two it's a blue? five. Yeah. And one in a blue to shuffle it into your deck, and then you mill yourself until you hit them. God, it's fucking ridiculous. It sounds fair, actually. It really does sound fair. I don't know. Like, sounds bad. Unless okay. it's at the bottom of your deck. Right. <laughs> okay, like, they, they have, like, Hermit Druid is still around. He hasn't broken anything. What? Re- what? Like, recently. Hermit huh? Druid? Yeah. That guy, what are you talking I don't about? What, what is that, that guy card? does? He does the exact same thing that you just talked about, except he doesn't shuffle himself into the deck. Right. Do you understand he's how used, awful he's it is? He's used in eternal formats to just mill yourself to death. Except, right, he, oh, he, that's instead right. of milling myself he, to he death, it's land. actually just... It's he just fl- it, he says right. He says, flip your deck over and then show your opponent how you win. That's what he says. Right. The Hermetic Druid was like, you you mill yourself until you yeah. get a basic land. Yeah. yeah. Hermetic um, Druid, that's yeah. different. I thought it was um, Hermetic Druid. But this guy is just stone worse. Okay, awesome. Because there's no landless combo or cool. anything that we're doing. I don't know, it makes me not yet. Uh, I mean, treasure hunts rotating. So, oh gosh, uh, did you see that? There was a deck. There was a treasure hunt. Oh god, zombie. we're not talking about that deck. Oh gosh, Zomblade. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's Zomblade. We're not talking about. If we got to talk about that deck, we're going to talk about the time reversal zombie infestation deck I played. Oh, at that FNM, was awesome. I got to say, that's probably one of your best creations ever. <laughs> The fact that you got to put that together in limited was excellent. <laughs> well, I was like, love that. I don't know. Oh, well, see, you get past mythics, and I get past mythics. I take that different. mythic. Yeah. I, if you want a time reversal in a draft, you're going to get it. Oh, Just yeah. saying, if you want it, you'll get it. And I tabled it. I wanted to get so. it, and I got it. Guess how many mythics I picked up today in, in two drafts? Five. Guess how many were good? One. It was awful. I cried. What? What are bad mythics? You got. You had a lot of that homunculus rare that mills yourself or whatever. Time reversal, grave titan. I, I'm not, I don't think that one's good enough to mention. Why are we talking about this? Let's sign off. It, I Jesus. was sad. I was what, sad. What were, your, what were your mythics? Telling the world. I just said you. Gideon Jura was the good one. Grave Titan. Uh, yeah, Grave Titan's reversal. pretty awful. It was. It's not good enough for me to mention. Like, okay, I played seven games. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I didn't. I didn't draw it in seven games. First world problems. First world. Oh problems. my god. Yep. First world problems. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus was too, Christ. Was too lazy to find my pants after I masturbated. First world problems. But I really wanted egg McMuffin. <laughs> Man, I wish McDonald's delivered. <laughs> First world problems. First world problems. <laughs> yep. I can only assume this is some kind of weird internet thing <laughs> yes. you guys are talking about. Yes. Ain't that the case? Oh man, I know you guys missed us. I know you guys missed us. <laughs> I missed us until we cast, and now I'm glad we had a Gone three week break. <laughs> <laughs> I know me, me and Chris Burroughs had a really in depth discussion today about. Oh, is that uh, what it was called? <laughs> it was it was uh, whether uh, 
whether a stingray could throw a hand grenade. That's Fuck true. Yeah, a stingray can throw a hand grenade. Uh, no, it can't. Why not? Uh, it can. It can definitely pluck the pin out, but it cannot. It's throw. gonna blow itself up. Have you seen up. that fucker use its tail? It stabbed Steve Irwin to death. Oh fucker. my god! I was gonna make that point too. Uh, I, I, it's, it, it, I'm lucky uh, the that stingray I already made that point. point. Whoa! Oh boy! Ooh. I'm just saying, if that dude, if it can move that thing like that, it can chuck a fucking hand grenade. Just it, uh, can a cheetah run faster in space? Faster than what? The answer is yes. It's the only answer you can ever say to that. Cheetahs go can faster a cheetah in space. Cheetah run faster in space. I mean, yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Like, seriously. Duh. Duh. This is pretty much <laughs> indisputable. Like space cheetahs Obviously, are faster than regular space, cheetahs. Space cheetah, man. I mean, once they like implode on themselves, what? From going so maybe, fast, maybe, yeah. yeah. Obviously, just from being in the vuum of space. No, space suit. What are you? A, a cheetah with a space suit on. All right, now, about, now, now it's getting into this whole weird made-up land of actually having space suits for cheetahs. I was on board and willing to discuss the the merit of your argument until you told me that there was a space suit for a cheetah involved. Now, I'm not even entertaining this conversation anymore. I'm dying. I'm dying. All right, guys. Who the fuck would make a spacesuit for a cheetah? Exactly. That's yeah. what it comes down to. We're still alive. Uh, Scrubland Podcast. Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> Scrublandpodcast at gmail.com and Scrubland Podcast on Facebook. Hey, Let we broke 300 listeners, 300 fans on the Facebook. 307 without, now, without, without posting anything, we, didn't post anything. we like randomly like, oh got, uh, you know, like a dozen new fans I think fans we've been at like book. 307 for like a year. Uh, no, it's not true at all. Like, I feel like we got to like 307 after like three episodes, well, and then it's just like steadily uh, been losing I listeners. <laughs> I, made, I made a pretty sad, I made a desperate plea last time. Please, la, just the, be my friend. The last one that came out, I was like, guys, we gotta get over 300. Now it's like, oh. There are seven Fuck it, who cares? Like, whatever. I think uh-huh. it was, I, I think the guy's Guys, name is... Guys, we gotta have at least 20 also, friends. <laughs> I, looked at, I looked at it, and uh, I, th- I believe the guy's name was Jeremy Doldo, which made me Laugh for number three hundred. Yeah, like I actually did. Oh, a, I, one of our I, like I did. A, I did a spit take because your name is Doldo. <laughs> Doldo. And... <laughs> yeah, I, sure I, poor, I actually, <laughs> I'm sure that poor bastard didn't get enough of that shit in fucking middle school. I, and that I, we, he's got to have some fucking perks who live in Virginia that he never even fucking met. Yep. Make fun of his ass. Well, like I like I, I actually spit on Cassie Doldo. For you. That spells. That sounds like Doldo. <laughs> did you even know that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we finally got there. I was like, holy shit, we got there. I was really excited. I was going to like give the guy props on the page. And then I did a literal spit take with my beer because <laughs> his, his name, name is Doldo. And what a guy. Yeah. What a guy. So, you brought some joy into my you, life, sir, with your name. Mr. Doldo. So, thanks, buddy. <laughs> that sounds like a Republican sex talk. Thanks, buddy. Uh, it sounds like a good way to pick up chicks. You slur it. <laughs> my name is Mr. Dildo. Uh, wow. That there's, there's wow. appears to mold Adaldo. <laughs> Scrublandpodcast at gmail.com and Scrublandpodcast on so, Facebook. Still immediately we- following this podcast, we will be at 306. Ain't that the case? <laughs> yep. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. All right. So, sorry, sorry, Jeremy. Time to get this shit edited. Jeremy, come hang out in Richmond. We'll Maybe buy that'll drink. happen. Jeremy, please come drink with us. We'll, please. We'll have tons of fun with Gosh. you. Gosh. In all kinds of ways. Gosh. 
right. So that's going to do it, boys. You might get gems of wisdom from Chris Burroughs, like Jeepers. Jeepers. Garsh. Garsh. Boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> you got me earlier tonight. What would you say? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. It was good, though. <laughs> All right, we're done. We're out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's it. See you guys later. <laughs>